Hi everybody, welcome to FNS Wrestling Podcast, episode 110. I'm your host, back in the basement, with my co-host and gamefully employed teenage son, Jack. Say hello, Jack. Hi. <laughs> I feel like, we're talking about it before, I feel like our banter might be lengthy today. We got lots of stuff yeah. to talk about. So if you're a person that likes our banter, you're welcome. If you're a person that hopes to get by it, you know I Get out. No, nah, I, I always put those timestamps there so people can find any section they want or avoid any segment they want don't want sort of thing but so i guess we should start off our banter it is wrestling related quite a bit of it actually right so we went to we talked about in episode 109 right we talked about going to it because was it a week ago today was it on saturday i don't even remember now sunday sunday yeah because friday we went to the concert oh right uh saturday we didn't do Anything like that, and then Sunday we went to Toronto to watch Super Kicked Blackout. Um, they are a wrestling independent company here. They also do wrestling training, so it's Super Kick apostrophe D. If you're curious to look it up, um, so we went to their show. Some interesting things from that, right? First of all, was they, despite being in a hall with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of chairs stacked in the corners, what's the irony of that? There's standing room only. They don't use um, chairs at all. So this is one of these promotions there. They sort of sell it as it's like a party, kind of like a rock concert vibe. Um, I will say it's the most women I've ever seen at a wrestling show, an independent wrestling show for sure. Um, so yeah, no, no chairs anywhere. You could be right up to the ring apron, right? Like banging on the ring, kind of like they do for some GCW shows that I've seen. Um so yeah, uh, we got there, and remember, the, there's one guy that we see at every wrestling show we've pretty much ever been to in Ontario. Um, yeah. And I, when we went to GCW, that's great Canadian wrestling, not the other one, um, he, he was sitting right beside us and talked about how he knows all the wrestlers and is friends with them. So we saw him at Super Kicked, and what, do you want to summarize? <laughs> yeah, he like, <laughs> came the cursing? And, like, and he was coming out, and he was like angry because it's like standing room only. Yeah, there's no seats. So he, I, for whatever reason, that angered him, and he was just... So it's funny because I didn't, since I didn't know Super Kicked or anything about it, I didn't pay for the VIP tickets, um, which is probably a good decision because I don't think it got you anything other than it got you in the doors earlier. So if you wanted to stand right by ringside, you could, but that's not, that's never really interested me. I don't know if it interested you. We kind of lingered further back um, and the, I didn't like the sight lines too much. I couldn't really see the below the second rope, right? So if there was any grappling or any submissions yeah. on the mat, I couldn't really see it. So I wasn't happy. So I sort of spied a little balcony over in the corner and once I realized that it wasn't like private access to it, just regular people were going up and down the stairs from that balcony, I saw a couple spots close to the rail. So we went up there and grabbed those, right? And mm-hmm. um, why did that end up being a good decision? What happened by the end of the show? Basically? We got to lean. But what else? Who else was surrounded us? Yeah, so basically like a bunch of the indie guys were there like after they were done there. Right, so they stuff. all basically yeah. wanted to watch the main event, which was uh, the House of Black, which... Um, and we sort of found out why, right? Because Malachi Black spoke after the match and said that he's al- was it, was he's, he's always wrestled for Superkick or a whole like bunch. He of- always comes back, I guess. So he's still, even though he is a huge deal and his group is a huge deal, he still comes back to do Superkick. He did, actually gave a really nice... Did he, must have, what, did he do that when he was in WWE? If he always I don't know. Back? I don't think he would be allowed to, but I'm maybe. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, he had really nice things to say just about supporting Superkick and how good the promotion is and how he thinks it should be a bigger deal than it is. And then I briefly, 
I, I talked to Brody King, right? Because he was just walking around as other matches were happening in his wrestling gear with glasses on. Which, yeah, which looked funny. So I just told him, like, he nailed the... I said, good luck, and that you nailed the finish to the coffin match with Darby, and he just kind of walked by. But yeah, so by the end of the show... um because the main event was the House of Black, and my God, do they ever have a presence, eh? Do they ever feel different when they come out from, like, every <laughs> other person on that card? Yeah, I like their theme. There's just a presence about them when they enter the place. So, yeah, we were surrounded, I would say, by, like, about 10 of the wrestlers from Yeah, um, and then I remember looking the over and we were watching the main event, like, then Ripley and Vega are standing, yeah. like, right there. so also WWE sightings. Um, I think Ripley saw me, and that was weird. But and Zelina, also, I remember Vega walking by earlier, and she's so incredibly short. She it is made me laugh. tiny, like smaller than you think. She's shorter than me. And like I'm your 15. mother, my wife is coincidentally the same person, um, and that that she is five foot three, so she's a small woman. But Zelina Vega is. Zelina Vega she's is, adorable, oh but she is tiny. I then, would pay to get like a picture with her and an autograph just to like be like standing with her. And so they. <laughs> They basically, so they basically watched the main event, what, like eight feet away from us, yeah, probably? Yeah, not, not that far. With a whole They're bunch like of other wrestlers. Right there, yeah. So because um, WWE was in town for Right, yeah, because the next Monday, day, or like this past Monday, which is the day right. after we went, they, they were in Toronto. So. so yeah, they were there supporting their significant others, right? Kinda so Ripley's with Murphy, or with... Um, I still call him Murphy. And uh, Zelina is married to Aleister Black, yeah, right? Yeah, she, she's been with Black for like forever. So there was a WWE element there as well. But the main event was i thought I really like a bunch of, it, really I th- fun i know i put it on the story i might still be posted on, on fns on our instagram um, i can check it should be posted so yeah they the main event was really cool uh house of black it ended up being a brawl all over the place right brody yeah so there's two posts from like the show. oh nice so you can check that out it. on our instagram uh, fns underscore wrestling underscore podcast semi-active now nice so uh <laughs> when the brawling broke out in the main event like brody king's chops are like actually murphy kept kicking the murphy's kicks he just laid into him so the one indie guy we were enjoying we've seen in two different promotions now is mark wheeler right yeah i don't know why i want to call him some other first name but anyways um so we tried dan last time yep yeah did tried dan uh so we are sort of a fan of his at this point um he just got kicked in the back repeatedly <laughs> so hard out on the it's floor just like it's simple like you know snap mare and then you just kick him in the back yeah murphy as he's laid seen, into just, him kicking so yeah really really good main event i actually um enjoyed quite a bit of the show my least yeah. favorite local indie guy again was kind of in a groaner of oh a he's match. facing on the next show he's facing the chris chambers guy yeah um who he was solid to in the main event it was uh, that the the weed smoking gimmick guy yeah he looked pretty good all of the people he in the took main a event eating right were he was like so yeah he's what championship does 420. he have the 420 <laughs> championship so his whole gimmick is he's a pot smoker um and actually, GC or the sorry, the Super Kick champion looked Jesse all right v. too. Jesse, he's a big boy. Yeah, he looked he all right do, too. He was doing pretty cool stuff for a big guy. Yeah, main event was uh, very fun. The show overall, like I had a good time. Once and we it was sort like of... a decent like like it was probably like a normal TV match length. Like most of the matches are pretty short because they but like including entrances. And the only reason I know I, this is because the guy right yeah, in front of me. Yeah, that's what I was it. thinking. Yeah. I remember at least it was twenty one minutes. Yeah, at it, least I was gonna say it went over twenty minutes uh, yeah. with entrances. So. Really fun show. Um, one thing I'll say about House of Black is they lingered after that show and anybody that wanted to line up and talk to them and take a picture with them and it was free, right? So we The only act- reason you paid was because of the autograph If you got, want to, right? right? So Which we bought a photo, yeah. uh, an 8x10 for them to sign because you're a huge Buddy Matthews fan and, love, and all of I those guys Matthews. in yeah. general. Oh, right? I, I like so, Black a lot too. Um, 
and I being the nerd that I am, right? So we have a, oh, some yeah. some FNS Wrestling um, podcast stickers that my wife made for us for Christmas. So as we we're just sort of talking to House of Black, I said to Buddy Murphy, I just said, um, listen, I, I just want to be able to say I gave you one of these. Like, no, I don't want him to listen to the pod or whatever. I just want him to have to say I gave Buddy Matthews an FNS Wrestling sticker. So he took it. He actually asked a couple follow-up questions that I thought was cool. Like, is it just you guys? Yeah. Are you guys father and son? Yeah. And then when you took the picture with them, he actually held the sticker up, right? So it's Buddy Matthews holding up our uh, FNS Wrestling Podcast sticker. Honestly, those guys all seemed really cool and kind of like the fact that they're at a small indie show in Toronto and I estimated like maybe around 200 people there. I always try and do an estimate quick count. Um, yeah, they just stood in line and were willing to stand there as long as it took for everybody that wanted to get a photo with them to get a photo. So I thought that was super cool because I've seen other people charging for that service, which I find a bit ridiculous. Um, so yeah, overall, I don't know. I had a really fun time at Super Kick. Yeah, it was, I liked it a lot better than the other one we went to, but even then, that was great. Canadian that was good is too. is a lower tier for sure. Still, that was still too, very but, fun. Uh, right? Yeah, no, this um, was great. It was really cool. Like I don't, I'd I'd go again. Like if they had like. Oh, I would for sure. Another like they had a show last starring night, starring people that we know. Yeah, I would go to any to be honest. Now that yeah. we know a few of them, um, I wasn't impressed with the tag championship match. That kind of bored me. I will me. say a lot of the time I didn't know the guys' names because I wish yeah. they, that was just well, clear. DJ Phil. He's our buddy now. He sat right. PJ Phil. Oh, it was PJ Phil? I thought yeah. it was DJ Phil. Oh, yeah, the and skinniest dude of all time. And uh, oh watching Psycho Mike, who is like completely shredded with no body fat, eating a hot dog was interesting too. Yeah, he's a guy we've kind of enjoyed on the indies up here. Yeah, because he was at the, I think he was at the Smash versus Progress. Because yes. I don't think he was OWE. And wasn't he the one? His whole gimmick was he's trying to get noticed by WWE. So he was like, I don't know if he still does that. But I remember like he kept looking focusing at the hard at the cam, hard cam yeah, and doing funny. everything like WWE style to try yeah, and get noticed. Funny. It was pretty. Funny. Well, I mean, maybe he still is considering how many body slams he did. But yeah, uh, yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, body slam was his thing. Just repeated body slams, knowing it's kind of silly. He's in on the joke, right? It's not yeah. like he actually thinks that's um, excellent wrestling or anything. But uh, I don't know. Just a, a very fun show. Once we found our our spot up in the balcony, there it it got a lot better for yeah. me. So I uh, really enjoyed Super Kicks show um main event was obviously the best but i enjoyed quite a few matches to be honest mm-hmm. they they were fun so yeah. i recommend super kicked if you're in the southern ontario area go check them out just a canadian thing i think i right? think so yeah because yeah, but they also run like a wrestling school and put on shows right so they're kind of doing both but yeah it was a good time i definitely too. definitely go back um other wrestling related news that we dealt with yesterday that we're very very happy about and that uh-huh. ended up costing me very much money but we won't get into specifics but so go ahead talk about that if you want to oh yeah so thursday i was like incredibly angry because like too. the pre-sale went off for the aw tickets so we thought we were screwed and the next morning we so the pre-sale went out like incredibly quick like incredibly yes. i don't know how people get in that fast and buy stuff that fast but uh, and then there's like the resales right yeah um, so, so in so Ticketmaster we, we now you as they're still selling you can sell them right time, back there. You can already be buying cheaper? resale tickets. Yeah, so at the point we were buying them, the ones that were being resold were cheaper than... Right, because like the initial tickets, weren't they like thousands? Like... Yes, because what happens is, I'm assuming, the Ticketmaster now recognizes how quickly tickets are going, and it starts raising the prices to get the absolute maximum. So by the time we even right. got logged in... Right, not only AW, but like they've never come here. Any seats were over $1,000, which I'm sorry, I'm just not willing to I don't know how anything. like... They get cheaper because wouldn't you be losing money on that? 
Well, if now when they go to resell them, so that was the funny thing. We were looking at seats from Ticketmaster that are $1,000 and then basically in the same section, somebody's already reselling them for a fraction of that price. So they clearly got them early when the price didn't get mar It's just a bizarre system they're working under now. I get it. It's so that everybody can get the maximum amount of money for these tickets possible, but it's kind of getting prohibitive for somebody without a lot of money to go to one of these shows because I don't want to say what I paid for the tickets, but it's more than I've paid for any ticket to anything ever. And I've been to many, many rock concerts, many, many wrestling shows. Um, but again, this is something you and I both really, really want to do. So yeah. your mom and I were willing to sort of foot the bill. Initially, we were hoping to get four tickets, right? Because even it's just a good time. Um, and your brother and your mother would probably have fun with us. But at, with the price we paid for those tickets, we're not getting four. So um, yeah, for sure. Bottom line, FNS Wrestling will be represented at Dynamite somewhere. I, our seats are decent, right? We're not on the floor, but we're no. not super far up either. Mm -hmm. Why are you Why are you smirking at me? Well, I don't know. I don't know. I thought you had something coming there. Clever. So yeah, we uh, will be attending, what is it, the October 12th episode of Dynamite, as long as you don't have to work. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you won't. Oh, you no, you no. got to be able to get one shift off, man. I think it's mostly like, I don't actually know. What do you mean? Like well, it's mostly like weekends and Fridays. It's but... over a month away, right? So hopefully you can book something that's like a month and a half in the future because you're going to this show, dang it, regardless of what we got to do. We went through a lot to get I these really tickets. I remember they showed me how to, but I don't remember. Well, you'll figure it out. Actually, you got... I kind of do, but I don't. Beth, you got time before then. Um, so yeah, you started your first ever actual job yesterday, right? At the local grocery store. Yeah. It was interesting because it was all, this is something I didn't know, right? You say, we were saying it was online, doing online stuff. Yeah, and then, but then like, I forgot with, how much I was supposed to do. I did the section I was supposed to, but then I started doing the stuff I wasn't supposed to do yet. Yeah. And I did a bunch of that, which I don't know how that'll work tomorrow, but. It's okay. It's whatever. If they weren't super clear in their instructions. Some of the things were practicing things I was supposed to do at the trainer, but since I wasn't supposed to do it yet, I'm not sure how that works. Well, they'll, they'll figure it out. You, you, if you did more than you were supposed to, I don't think that's going to be a problem, right? Generally, that it is might okay. Might be in this sense. Well, they'll figure it out. But yeah, so. It wasn't a lot of working. It was just sitting and doing, I don't know, is it train, what they would call that? Like, we used to sit and watch training videos on VHS, you know what I mean, when you started there out. There was some videos, but it's like, like, one of the things is just, like, how to, like, it was, like, all of these, like, I don't know, ally things, and there was, like, there's indigenous people and, like, yeah, other races and disabilities and yep. LGBT, whatever. It's, like, and it was basically the... All, they were all the same video, but copy and paste. The insert specific that group, group here. Like, right. It was so... So be tolerant, don't be racist, boring, don't be... But like, et cetera, et cetera. Things like you already know. the same thing each video, but like slightly different to fit the specific thing. So let me tell you about it. I've been doing my job now for 20 years. And for 20 years, I have to watch the same video every year on how to use a ladder, how to use a stepladder. And I have to sign a document saying that I watched that video. So you're now getting Why don't into you the just world sign it? because this is because uh, we actually have modules and we have to watch them and they know if you complete them or not. Oh yeah. I was so doing, for 20 I was years, modules. I've watched a video about how to climb a step ladder and how to check to make sure there's no paper clips or popsicles on the steps and how just ridiculous stuff. But they're all just covering themselves, right? They need to be able to say if you get in trouble in any of these areas, they need to be able to say, well, we talked about this and we trained you mm -hmm. and you're going against your training. They're just covering themselves, right? So yeah, I did some of the modules, but I think that was some of the stuff I wasn't supposed to do. So I'm not sure what I'm doing tomorrow. That's okay. Just be like your, their instructions weren't clear. You couldn't find 
anybody to help you at that point, right? So you just kept yeah, doing Yeah, part it. of it was I just didn't want to go down and talk to people and also go past people because like I didn't get I still don't have a shirt so it, it basically looks like I'm a normal person who right. somehow got back there. I'm hoping they have a shirt for you for your shift tomorrow. I don't. But anyways like. I, I, I'm pretty sure that will be one of your worst days because you were not a big fan of that so but that's not your job. Your job isn't sitting in a room on a laptop doing stuff or computer I mean, whatever if I'm it was. supposed to do that I'll do that because that's sure. better. But... But you're just going to be dealing with the produce. You're going to be my fruit and veggie guy. I got a guy on the inside of the produce department. Yeah I don't, don't want to. It's good to have connections. I don't want to. <laughs> well, you like money, so once you get your paycheck, you might be like, huh, maybe this is worth it. But anyways, anything else to no, banter? because mom explained the little tax thing to me. And you'll lose good. some for taxes for sure, but still, at the end of the day, you'll have more money than you don't, than you, than you do now. Sorry. <laughs> that makes sense. Anyways, anything else to talk about? We've bantered now for 17 minutes, which got to be close to a record. Do you want to get into talking wrestling? Uh, my energy's good. I didn't have to get up early and go to your brother's practice, so I got to sleep in and drink my coffee, so I'm like ready to go here are you ready mm -hmm. should we talk wrestling sure all right so that uh moves us into our first segment every week after we banter for a bit and that's going to be talking about some of the week's wrestling news and rumors all right let's talk some ratings uh nxt this week which you did not watch and i did good choice by you um average 678,000 viewers down 6.2 percent from last week earned a 0.14 in the key demographic, which is down 22%. That's significant. Uh, still NXT's third best audience total of the year. Second best viewership since January 4th, New Year's Evil, it looks like. So down, but still not terrible, I guess. Because to me, just as a person covering the ratings every week, 678 for NXT is not bad. Like they spend a lot of time in the 500s, right? So pretty decent week for them. Really good week for AEW Dynamite. Care to guess their ratings? Did they get over a million or not? What are you saying? This for, week's show. Uh, for yes. Dynamite. Yes, they did. You are correct. I saw Quake by the Lake did pretty crazy. So this did 1.049 million viewers, which is up almost 10%, 9.6%. Earned a 0.34 in the key demographic, which is up 13.3%. So really good numbers for AEW in both areas. What do you think they get paid for their... TV contract because I saw, I don't know. First time I've seen, I think it was like between forty-five and fifty million uh, is their TV contract. Nice. So expected to maybe go up because they get good ratings, right? It's one of again live TV is in demand. So um, good ratings for AEW this week. What do you have for us, bud? Um, so uh, Thunder Rosa's injured uh, for an undisclosed amount of time. Um, so they're gonna have an interim champion. Yes, again at all out so it'll be baker hater sheeta where she been right and right into Storm a title spot and tony storm yep uh for the interim title so and the rumor is that uh storm was scheduled to beat rosa so, so... we'll figure out that one right there so yeah. apparently what i've seen from thunder rosa is it's some sort of back like disc issue like i had when i took time off work hers doesn't seem quite as bad she's saying she can't feel her legs so uh remember my leg was numb for months but in my initial suffering through that i couldn't stand up or lie down so at least she was standing so um i definitely can empathize with having any sort of disc issues so i hope she's okay but that could be lingering for quite a while especially if her legs are numb right that's not good um but anyways yeah. we'll see big story this week that sort of keeps going back and forth is issues between sammy guevara and eddie kingston right um so apparently 
In Minneapolis several weeks ago, there was an altercation following a Sammy Guevara promo where he insulted Eddie Kingston's body type, basically calling him a fat piece of crap, but not using the word crap. So apparently uh, Eddie did not take kindly to that, had some words backstage, and uh, things may have even gotten physical um, once Kingston confronted Guevara. So they apparently they had to be separated, and Eddie Kingston sort of just came out this week, right? But he's been suspended for several weeks, uh, the expectation being that he returns this week. So, I don't know, there's been lots of tweets from Eddie Kingston, right, this week, and sort of things about Punk as well, kind of like, did you see the one he's talking about Mox cutting off the head of the snake or something by beating Punk yeah. so quickly? So yeah, it seems like Guevara has some issues with Eddie Kingston, so um, I saw Eddie today is calling for a match between the two of them, so we'll see if, if that's what we get. Well, they already tried to set that up a while ago, I just kind of forgot about it. Yeah, so there's talk of it uh, happening again, so that might be... I mean, it'll get some interest, right? Because they might work pretty stiff against each other, one would think, especially Mr. Kingston. Um, but we'll see where that goes. What else you got for us? Mm-hmm. Um, so Raw was in Toronto uh, this was. week, and uh, Giant Gargano returned. He sure did. Of course, like in our... That should we, be a high should, spot. We should have gone. If we went to high spots That's and rest holds. news. Yeah, we could have been there, but Just Raw, you suck out. so bad, so yeah. we don't want to come. Although, I guess it's <laughs> And the better. funniest thing, too, is Dynamite was in Cleveland this week, so right. I think that just kind of makes it funnier. So, yeah, got Johnny Gargano's back. Yeah, we are uh, both... Theory interrupted, and they were, like, teasing, like, the, the way thing, and then you got super kicked. So. Right. Yeah, we're both big fans of Gargano, um, and that's a guy who's never getting a shot with Vince in charge, right? Like, never. You're just not. You're going to yeah. be... A comedy you're going to be a joke um whereas triple h knows the value of this guy i i man if they just wanted to run back the whole champa story like straight from them being a tag team they should do that like it never happened i'm fine with i would do it you have miz turn on champa then you have gargano make the savior diy face miz and literally throw in anyone else right so it this idea since they're do it yourself right it has to be like They've got no other options and blah blah blah, and they come together and then I like I would be fine yeah, even though Miz I saw could it. just like pluck a heel and like yeah DIY do that they could run the tag division for a bit right um, and and go from there and plus like that's like even though it's temporary that's like a credible team that you could that they kind of need now they kind of like it helped that they also had the revival to battle with right so who is like an amazing team so I don't know who that could be for Usos, them but they can find somebody right Usos yeah. Usos are awesome. So again, we talked about it like Gargano seemed to play it perfectly, right? Like didn't sign right away with anyone, took some time with his kid, waited out Vince McMahon as it turns out, which I don't think he knew he was doing, but kind of worked out perfectly for him, right? Um, so we'll see. Mm-hmm. So my next news item comes from all of the issues sort of at the top of the AEW card with Hangman Page and CM Punk and maybe a bit of Mox mixed in there too. But anyways, I guess Tony Khan held a talent meeting, which was described as a rah-rah speech. Um, and it said that most of the talent were said to be feeling better about things afterward. Um, and it was also revealed in that meeting, I guess, that AEW has sent out a formal letter to WWE to warn them about contract tampering. The idea being like, you can't be contacting wrestlers who are under I saw contract, that they're doing that. Right? So you can't. It's in the sports in general, right? If I'm playing for a certain team, I can't be talking to other teams about joining them once my contract's up or demanding that's a trade. That's what the right? contract end is for, like, right. once you're done. Right, so that's tampering. Um, and Meltzer added on the Observer radio show that multiple people in AEW under contract have been 
contacted by WWE. I read somewhere Jericho's one of them. I don't know if that's I heard that they. Or not, I, I don't know if they contact him, but I have heard that they want him back. Right. So it's this weird little shifting where suddenly, like, things are better in WWE and people seem to want to go there now. And then AEW is having its first, like, you have a lot of stars with ego and this is what, like, it's unavoidable in wrestling, right? All of these athletes in pretty much every sport have some sort of ego that gets them to the level they're at so managing multiple egos like that is a really hard thing then i think tony khan is starting to sort of realize that like all of these people think that they are deserving of major spots right and that's how they get where they are because they're so confident and whatever but there isn't enough room for everybody so dealing with all of these personalities is going to be huge going forward now that because before it was kind of like what are you going to do? Go to WWE? Well, no, right? Because it's terrible, but it's not now. So there are options, and we'll see um, where that goes. It's a little worrisome, but at the moment, it's not too bad. But so. I think having two good functioning companies is just good for the fans, right? More options for the wrestlers, more options yeah. for us. We'll see what it takes for, to get me actually watch. I still don't watch main roster me either. programming. I'm hearing so. Raw's good. See, I wish SmackDown was the good one because it's only two hours and I, I could maybe entertain SmackDown it. SmackDown looks odd. Like, I, I was just, like, looking at, like, because the side I look at, like, what culture they do, ups and downs, and SmackDown yeah. looks solid. Like, five ups, three downs. I would check it out Rampage at some point, Rampage got maybe. one up and six downs. So I would check it out in terms of, like, and that's kind of why I like high spots and rest holds for our segment because I don't have to take notes on the whole show, right? If it's kind of inconsequential, just don't even mention it. Yeah, sort of I'm at least going to we'll watch the pay-per-views because that oh, would yeah. probably be more we'll interesting. We'll definitely watch pay-per-views still. Yeah. Watch Baszler win. Hopefully. What else you got? I got a few more. Um, I told you about this the other day. Um, Patrick, Patrick Clark is campaigning <laughs> for a WWE comeback. Hashtag bring back Velotine Dream. Good luck, buddy. Don't think so. Yeah. I don't think they're starved for talent. I don't think they're starved for talent with a history of what that guy has so i would say because honestly he was like a can't miss star when he was there right like exactly what wwe wants he's got the look he's got the charisma he can wrestle well enough he can talk he's got an interesting character uh they he's like wwe born and raised and gone and so, he still screwed it up right so i i don't see that they have room for him but anyways no, because he could have done, like, and there's also, like, that Alistair Blackfeud that was right. pretty sweet. Yeah, it was. Um, Sort of some NXT news that wasn't really a high spot or a rest hold for me, so I put it in the news, and that is, like, Santos Escobar, who lost, like, a match saying that he had to leave NXT for good, came back in his vehicle and picked up the rest of Legato. Which was literally the part of the stipulation was that Legato stay with right. D'Angelo. So Correct. Like, broke the stipulation. So for one week they did. Yeah. Because that was in the really, really fine print. Maybe if they were Legato all must up. stay for one week. Yeah. Like, seven days mandatory. So he showed up in his SUV or whatever and was basically like, you thought that I would leave here without you or something? They all got yes, the Yes, that's what you're supposed that. to do. So... Rumors are that they are on their way, obviously, out of NXT to main roster, as well as I've heard Indy Hartwell. That also makes sense after this week's NXT, where Loomis came back and gave yeah, her a, a just, love note before getting makes, arrested. Or that whatever. makes Loomis instantly lame. I've also heard Solo Sokoa is very I've heard that. Close. That makes sense to It me. does. He d doesn't really need... He's good enough to go. Like, Do I think he's like a top quality main eventer no but does he really need to learn much more at nxt it doesn't feel like it to me like he's been ready to go so looks like there's a, another crop of nxt people heading to main roster what it's else you got been a while since that happened it has i honestly don't even care anymore because there's no one that i really but like. at least they're going and like 
it's not Vince dealing with them now, right? So there's hope for NXT people to be successful. Yeah, but uh, Bianca Belair is pretty much the one that's been. Yeah, but it's it's even fantastic. more so like I'd want. I don't. Well, it's not like people. Are, it's not like it's Gargano, Champa, and Adam Cole getting called up with no Vince McMahon. It's people I don't really care too much about. Right. A legato could be cool depending what they do. They, Escobar is a star. L- I, think. I yeah, I think Escobar makes sense, but I don't. I think it was smart to like call him up alone yeah without the rest of them and now that's kind of like i think like he should have either gone on his own or like i kind of feel like del toro and wild need like a reset though like if they stay in nxt it's just been they're that really fun tag team that never ever wins anything of consequence and they need to get that stink off of them Right, so maybe main roster's a chance. Who knows? We'll see. They're yeah, they're it, very uh, talented like in the ring. Main roster has a lot of low card teams. Yeah, so you got like Usos who are like top top. You got profits who are kind of close, uh, and then you have like like I was. Were they building you about, the Viking Raiders? You got like, not really. I wouldn't say they're building. Them. <laughs> no, I'll talk about that later. Okay. Um, even like New Day, like they're with doing the, the dumb thing with the Viking Raiders, and that just seems kind of yes lame. So like even like New Day have kind of fallen from grace and yep. As if that's not overdone already. Right, it is. Um, then you have like Los Lotharios who could be legit, but like they haven't been at right. all yet. They're kind Maximum of maximum models, like that feels like a joke to me. Um and then you have uh what was it, Hit Row, which I don't think they're that legit. Personally, yeah, it seems I like don't. there's a huge gap between your top tier Usos and then everybody else, right? It's a little like EW, whereas except the tag champs aren't the top top. Right. It's more so F T R and And it also the reminds Bucks. me of like the AEW women's division too, where it's like you got Britt Baker and or the the, the UK women's division. Then you're talking about because like you got like Satamora and Davenport. Oh and yeah, like a bunch Big, of like, you're right. It's right? exactly. It's with Satamora stepped down to Davenport and then like a gulf just, between her yeah. and the rest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like so, I don't know. There's it feels like there's a lot of low card teams. Even like um Alpha Academy, who I think are kind of cool. Me too. Um, they there's like pretty disconnect there. Like I think they were solid as tag champs pre mania but like i don't see them as like tag champs like running the entire thing you i know do hear I mean? that um gable's getting a little more serious treatment um that... i know he faced owens and owens yeah, is wearing like his old match. shirt and owens is going back to being a prize fighter which Supposedly. i think is awesome it does look that way but yeah. we'll see i hope he's healed though because he, i think he was kind of faced just because it's toronto i agree so i th- which i think is fine um and i i, I hope i'm um, like Maybe Solo Sokoa gets called up, and then the bloodline just kills Sami Zayn, and then Sami Zayn can be babyface yeah, again. Yeah. Because Sami Zayn hasn't been babyface in, like, since, he hasn't been babyface since 2017. A nice feud with him and Kevin Owens. I'm down for that, again, for the millionth time, too, yeah. if they want. Because they did that last year, but it was kind of weird with Owens as a face and Zayn yes. as a heel, which Agreed. I, don't, that. I don't like that. Like, no. I think they, they, they're, they've proven that they can both do those roles, but yes. when it comes to their feud, I am firmly of the belief that they should swapped sammy is such a rare strong baby face that uh, yeah him gargano daniel bryan yeah well brian danielson even then he's actually good as a heel though being a face is hard sometimes mm-hmm. uh Ask roman reigns i told you i had some bear country news that i kind of included as a joke because we tend to bear talk county. about bear county quite a bit so um unfortunately bud aew has locked down the trademark rights to the new name of bear country that they will not be Bear County or Bear Country anymore. Uh-huh. Do you know what they're going to be? How would what? you ever guess? So the team will or now something. be known as the Iron Savages. Your face indicates That's you do not, not love funny. that. 
And apparently they're going to be paired with a manager by the name of JT Davidson. Does that ring a bell to you? It does not does that... to me. And I am a wrestling nerd. Um, I can't say this sounds like a top card act. I'm just, it's not even, it's news I put in there just for us. Cause we talk about bear country quite, not even really liking them. Just how kind of, because it's funny the whole gimmick's ridiculous right bear county a little bit so yeah there's your bear county news and yeah. i'm gonna while you talk about the next one i'm gonna try and figure out who jt davidson is Go all ahead. right so um probably like the best news i found all week is Ooh. so uh wd tape next week smackdown as they'll be in the uk for castle thing yes stuff. right and so a uh, butch faced uh ludwig kaiser fka pete dunn and marcel bartel nice and some people there spot butch sporting his old singlet Oh. Um, while he's still going by Butch and he had all the graphics, um, he was apparently wearing the Pete Dunn gear. Um, oh. And so this could be the sign I've been waiting for. I would really hope that Triple I, H comes in and goes, this Butch character if, is dumb. He's basically like... Scrappy-Doo. Is right, a human being playing a dog. Yeah. Which is not interesting yeah. in He's had form. like 0%. I'm, I would be so happy. Like, this would be the best thing Triple H could do. Like... I would prefer I if I had to pick between him bringing back Pete Dunn or signing Gargano, I'd probably pick Pete Dunn because Gargano can just go to AEW. Yes. Uh, and free so Pete Dunn. I'm very happy with this. Like, it, I feel like it'll look weird if uh, Butch is looking like Pete Dunn, but it's something. Yep. I hope that like, I also hope that like if even if he looks like Pete Dunn, I want him them to go full Pete Dunn. Like, I don't want it to look like Pete Dunn and be Pete Dunn, but he's still called Butch. Like, no. it, it needs to be Pete Agreed. Dunn. Or, but is that his real name? So he might never uh, it's get Triple that. H though. Uh, yeah, that was he a cares Vince, less about that. That was but... a Vince regimen, like a much like the the axing names. I could so. say that see that staying though, just as a business thing, they want to own your name, right? Uh I'll, I'll look but it up. We'll see. Uh what else do I have? So this one sort of changed as of I read it this morning, but I'll I'll say it anyways. Uh his first name oh, is Peter, but they could own Pete Dunn, I guess. Yeah. Because he's not actually Pete Dunn. He's not Pete Dunn, he's, he's Peter just something else. Peter Thomas England. Nice. Uh, so England. Warner Brothers Discovery, which is the, the company that pays All Elite Wrestling for their television product. Initially, it said there was a new directive to them, but I've heard it's been taken out of context, a context sorry, and might not be the case. And it's Dave Meltzer reported that uh, word had gotten around um, that the Warner Brothers Discovery would like the language toned down on WW, or sorry, AEW programming. Um, nothing said about blood, according to Meltzer, but something about too much swearing, basically because AEW, as we know, does not fully script its promos, right? It just gives bullet points to the wrestlers and then they sort of just talk, um, like Curb Your Enthusiasm is recorded. So I guess this, the wrestlers are adding in their own cursing a little bit too freely. But then I since read a follow-up to that saying that it's kind of taken out of context and that may not actually be the case. I, and I'm not a person, you know me fairly well. You've known me for, I would say, all of your life. Would you agree with that? Uh, I would. As your father? I would uh, attest to that being an accurate statement. Yeah. Um, and I don't curse a lot, correct? You've maybe no, heard me funny. swear I a couple times. When I was at Zaire's, uh, like, sometimes they do. And I was like, I was just weird because, like, I know we do, like, at school. But even then, like, it, like, oh, because, like, you like, all the people working there, like, obviously teachers don't, so it's just, like, weird, like, Hearing them you're curse. working somewhere, it's just, like, I don't know, yeah, it is kind of weird so in, in I, a way. So, I don't really swear much, as you've probably only heard me swear a couple times in life, but I don't want the swearing gone, because it makes it feel more realistic, it makes it feel more like a grown-up program like, to me. And honestly, like, if, like, 
it I makes don't think it's that big of a deal, like, being, like, too adult or whatever. No. Like, if that's, like, the thing, I don't know what it is. Because I am an adult. I like watching a show where there's indications that it's for me, right? It's not for children to get into. Yeah. It's not cartoon. It's for grown-ups. So I... Even though I'm not a big swear person, I hope that the language stays because to me it, it's one of the things like, that separates it from WWE. Right? I don't think it's like the biggest. Yeah, and like when although they, they do curse in, too now. Yeah, but like I feel like when they do it, sometimes like they'll call them like bitch or whatever. Bitch it's is like, their word, man. It's like yeah, like they um, just I tack think it what, on there. What was Liv Morgan was like? She was and she's like big time bitch, and then it's like sold is like oh, oh she yeah. just said that to oh, Becky. She, oh no, she like, didn't. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. like they'll say like one swear word, and then like WWE will just go like bananas yeah. for like it's, it's like almost annoying when they do it because it's like <laughs> you're saying like it feels real like when they swear it like it real. feels the off it feels less real because like it's just like Ooh. well and that's the problem with their fully scripted promos right is it doesn't sound this is not how yeah, it's people like when talk. they're supposed to like deliver and it's all it's supposed to have like all this gravitas it's supposed to be like this big thing it's like like when she's like she's like a big time bitch like it's like it yeah. feels weird because it's just like it's so like it's not how people speak Generally. Yeah, that's how I would put it. Like that, I don't, I don't think people talk like that. So who knows? It looks like maybe the swearing is gonna stay, the blood's gonna stay, but we'll see. I only have one more story that is very brief. What do you have? All right, I got a few more. So I know you saw this, and Triple H is reportedly making numerous belt design changes. Yeah, I think that makes cool. you happy. So you love those details. Um, I won't notice even, but you will. I would. I hope that they've um bring back gold intercontinental title. I yeah, think that me too. would be cool. The white strap. Me too. Um, with the, that design. Um, I I actually kind of like the current United States title, but even if they brought back the old design, I'd be okay with that too. Well, apparently Gargano's goal is to be the IC champion, right? That's what he's always wanted his whole he life. He said both mid card titles, so I I'm okay with I, either. I think he's famous for loving the intercontinental. I would I would so imagine that to be the he gets it, turns it back. I into think that's the, what Triple H should do. Turn it back to the wrestlers' belt. I was gonna say he. He's on opposite brands, but I mean, if they just switch the titles, yeah, who cares? Like Drafts never... coming up at some point. Just yeah, swap exa- it out. Exactly. Um, I would like to. I don't know. I don't. I kind. I know people kind of like hate the current, uh, world title designs. It's so like shiny. Order. I think it looks for like. I think it just like it looks like a main title. I think what they could do is maybe like tweak it or just get rid of the universal title yeah because i don't think you need one anymore you can just have them like as the undisputed wwe champion because i think undisputed wwe universal champion is kind of a mouthful um, i think they're more likely to go back to one on each show i and, think that's what the networks are gonna want yeah so i think you just keep it and then maybe for the tag titles since they're both like kind of you just like maybe have put a black strap on those yeah and then that's just like one set of tag titles it's like the same silver plates with like or maybe honestly redo the tag titles because, like, you know how they have like the Roman helmets on them or whatever. Yes. Which, uh, now that I think of it, I never understood why they did that. Bring back the pennies. Because yeah, no, not the penny ones. Those <laughs> are like the worst. I actually think the silver was a. I remember the first time I saw the raw tag team titles, like the new silver, like the ones that they have now, like with the red straps. I remember the bar wearing them, and I I remember missing completely missing the segment where the bar swapped out the penny belts for the. The new rod tag titles, oh, the silver yeah. plates. I remember, like, because you know how, like, they do the entrance, it's got, like, the bright light shining on them. It's yep. like, so it's like, wow, the light makes the title look really silver. <laughs> and and it then was. And it was like, but so I think they could change that. And then the women's title, like, I don't, it was weird because I think, that, remember, the raw women's title was just a singular title until. Yes. So I don't know, maybe you, you do, maybe you just keep one title or, like, maybe redesign the women's title. I honestly think they should redo the women's title because. Like, it's basically just a women's version of the men's title. I feel like 
like AEW, like the titles aren't that similar, right. the women's and men's titles. So especially at the beginning, um, <laughs> when it was tiny, the women's yeah. belt, was um, a bracelet. Yeah, it was. It was like the 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 Riho belt. I don't know why Nyla Rose. Held it was that. built to scale for Riho. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. Um. So I I w- I think they should change the women's title or the men's title. So like I say the women's title more like fixed and yeah. they're like actually different. And then uh, make the NXT titles gold again. Yeah. And not stupid. Again, I won't notice, but I trust you to point it out if they make Maybe, any changes. Oh, after Worlds Collide, just make the titles normal again. So you like fix the font on the N and the T because <laughs> yeah. they're like they're meant to look like the NXT two point logo. So you and then you make it gold for Braun Breaker, like because the lettering was in gold on the men's title. You just make it all gold, like get rid of the stupid rainbow colors and whatnot. Yep. Please and make all the logos normal. And then for Mandy Rose, revert it black to or back to the black strap. And then make it gold with the silver NXT again. And she bring back better times. lose to Mako in that match. Yeah, she wins. I'm gonna. It's been too much, man. Yeah, too much, Mandy She's Rose. Bad. I mean, no, I think Mako would do good actually. But Mako doesn't seem like she should be in NXT for longer than about five minutes. You know what I mean? She is a superstar professional. Yeah, I don't know. If she she's does gonna... not need to be in a developmental program. I at guess all. she could go to unless main it's roster, to work on promos I guess in she English. Could go to main roster. She could. I mean, she might be there to work on English promos, right? Which she definitely needs some work with, but she's sick in the ring. Uh, anyways, my last one is that I reported it a few weeks ago, right? That they were planning to move WWE, that is, sorry, was planning to move to TV 14. And apparently they are backing away from plans to do that. PW Insider reports that WWE will not be making that change with their TV rating. Um, their report suggests Raw and SmackDown will stay TV PG for the foreseeable future. So I don't know how I feel about that because I, again, I already talked about, I would prefer it were TV 14, but I'm not sure how much faith I have in WWE. Like I could see them more doing immature nonsense that I wouldn't care about under that TV 14 rating. Yeah, like some they of the could attitude either make it better or they could make it more stupid. Right. So I, I don't know how I feel about it, yeah. but looks like it's status quo for the near future anyways. Yeah. Um, That's it for me. So I got a bit of news, which also could I could have put in as like a massive um, rest hold, but I just put it in, in news because it's kind of newsy. Sure. Um, Karen Cross will wrestle his first match since his return next week. Amazing. Who's he facing? Do we know? I have no idea, Um, but it'll suck anyways. He might be in a rest hold next week. It's in news this week, and it could make a rest hold next week. Oh, it likely will. If, if we I end up watching it. even bother to look at it. Right. Oh, that sounds bad. Anything else? Um, so much like Angel Garza, Theory could get his full name back. Yes. Um, apparently some of future house shows have him down for appearances under Austin Theory. Um, I think it's great because I think Austin Theory is kind of a cool name, but I think Theory on its own is just really weird. I agree. Like, I, 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 it's just you just don't sound like a person. Yeah. At that point, like to me, I don't like Austin Theory. Just sounds like a cool name, like that kind of sounds real and like just works for wrestling. But Theory just sounds moronic i agree uh, getting away from this whole one name thing is totally fine yeah me. rarely does that work like yeah. i don't i can't i guess like seamus or walter R- rusev 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 work miro yes yeah. like, there's been a few but like i think it works like if that's the name not if like you're abbreviating a name well and for me they well, actually rusev was Ale- alexander rusev yes. so and biggie langston i guess but yeah. some, sometimes it works and like, for me it helps if they're like a bit of a bigger killer i don't know why the single name works like just a normal average looking dude like austin theory yeah he's a jacked dude but he's not like really big it, it doesn't feel necessary and like also like 
Austin makes it more normal. Yes. Just uh, theory. Not good. Anything else? Uh, no. That is it? All right. That's yes. a pretty chunky, sorry, as the kids say, chonky uh, news and rumors as well. So we'll move into our in-depth review that we do every week, and that is taking a look at this week's episode of AEW Dynamite. Uh, so we start with another segment again. Yeah, I know. I made a note of that too. And actually, to be fair, a segment that accomplished a lot again. So I I do prefer a match to start, but I did not have issues here. So yeah, like I it. said, they tend to if the, if it's going to start with a segment, it's going to be good. Yeah, it's generally something fairly important. Mm-hmm. I would agree. Um, so it's the Jericho Garcia thing, which is what I called it because you know face to face decision thing. Oh yeah, it's whether he's gonna. The hinting of Garcia leaving Jericho Appreciation Society, which Jazz. he never fit with anyways, so it kind of makes sense. But yeah, so what happens here? Uh, yeah, so Jericho says after last week, there's a bit of an issue between him and Iro Guevara for some reason. Nope. Uh, Garcia. That's my move. Remember last and... week I called, um, what did I, I called Heyman William Regal with the oh. narrating. I was just oh, listening right. back to a bit of that. Oh, right. Yeah. When was, that was what was dumb. that for? Because um, he did uh, a, a oh, voiceover right. for yeah. the intro yes, to yeah. NXT. I was like, wait, Regal's back? <laughs> and if, if names that are happened, it wouldn't even have not made sense because Regal was like Mr. Yes. NXT. So. But names are hard. So. <laughs> um, and so they agreed to discuss it and work it out face to face. He introduces Garcia as one of his favorite people, a future world champion, and his protege. And so he comes out in the crowd chanting, You're a wrestler. Uh, Jericho says he's trying to be civil about this and tells the crowd to shut up. And uh, he says uh, the fans don't understand the connection they have. He says Garcia had a classic last week, but at the end of the match, he put his hands on Jericho and spun around, which I think sounds goofy. But yeah, um, Jericho says Garcia was probably upset he lost, and he thinks they can work it out if quickly if uh, Garcia just pol- apologizes. Um, Garcia says Jericho knew how special that was for him and shares the ring with his uh, hero, Danielson. Right. And uh, he hung with him for half an hour. or I think it was a little over half an I hour. I think so, too. I want to say it was like 40-something. Uh, he's getting re-reviews, and he says the kind of match uh, he always wanted to have, and as a kid, he dreamt of having a match like that, and he wants kids to feel the same way about the match that he had. Uh, he says, uh, when Danielson put his hand for respect, he didn't care about being a wrestler or sports entertainer. He just cared about that moment. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jericho ruined it. Uh, Jericho says he's sorry Garcia feels that way. He says there will be plenty more moments like that for him because he's the best technical sports entertainer, which drew booze. And he says uh, Garcia knows deep down he's a sports entertainer, and he wants him to say it, so he keeps saying, like, say it. Right. That's um, the push here. And Jericho tells him to say He's like, say it, say it. And uh, crowd's chanting, you're a wrestler again. Uh, Danielson soon as the kids and he comes to the ring and he says uh, he sees um, Garcia's mentor is trying to bully him and saying he's a sports entertainer. And he says he can be ever, whatever he wants to be. Yep. I lost my place. There we go. <laughs> I could tell. Uh, he respects them wrestling last week and he agrees with the fans that Garcia is a wrestler. Uh, Jericho says Garcia is a sports entertainer and wants him to say it right now. Um, Garcia says to stop it. He has a, his mentor and his hero here and they're making make the decision right now and he can't do it in front of all the people and they're like kind of forcing it, and he says to leave him alone. He walks away, and Jericho grabs him. Garcia shoves him down, and then he walks off. Uh, Danielson says he's Danielson says he's not the biggest fan of sports entertainment, but that was pretty entertaining. <laughs> nice. 
Um, Jericho says, what pisses him off is that people say Daniels is the best wrestler in the world today. He's been around for him for 15 years, and he hasn't seen it once. Uh, Jericho says, some people say he might be the best with his longevity and he, how he always re- reinvents himself. And he's the last survivor of the hunt, heart dungeon. Uh, and he knows more about wrestling than Danielson ever will. Nope. Uh, Danielson says, if they were asked Stu Hart who is better or I like uh, his part. hero, Owen Hart, who is better, uh, who does Jericho think they would say? Or if they wrestled a match right now, who would win? And Jericho asks if he wants Lionheart versus American Dragon. Yep. Uh, he says he's got it, but he says it'll be at all out. Um, Jericho says, remember last time they were in the ring, uh, which was anarchy in the arena. Uh, he choked him out and put him out for two months, and he'll do it again. Mm-hmm. He says, until then, watch his back. Then Hager attacks from behind and lays out Danison. Yeah. Um, I, again, I thought this was a really good segment that accomplished a whole lot of things. I thought... It started it with like nice subtle hero work by Jericho. Right, he almost sounded like a baby face talking to Garcia, and then at the end when he's like, "I'm gonna give you the opportunity to apologize," right? Like clearly that's yeah. a heel tactic there. I thought Garcia was really good in his response, and it makes sense. I really like the whole like, "I can't make this decision right now," right? You're putting me on the spot in live in front of thousands of people. Like that's a reaction a real person would have, right? Like I'm not making this decision right now. Um. So I, and I thought that was really good because I expected this to be like moving the feud along quickly and like fast tracking the decision, and then they did the opposite. Yeah, so they've delayed the payoff for at least another week, right? But they still, it kind of went as you would expect, and I don't think this was a bad thing. Like it was kind of what I expected, but what you're saying, right? It's moving a little bit more slowly because I don't think there's many people that assume Garcia is going to choose to stay with Jericho Society, right? It doesn't. Yeah, look the like storyline is always like. It's never going to be like, oh, he just turned out to stay. I mean, I, I'm i sure that's happened, but I can't remember any and examples I, of that. Right, and I think the fans want Garcia to leave, so I don't think this is going to be a WWE thing where we're like, ha-ha, fans, you want him to leave? We're going to leave him, right? In, in Jazz, we're, so I think we'll get what we want. I thought everybody did a good job in their role in this. The crowd responded really well, um, and I don't think you are either. I'm not super into Jericho lately, but I thought the interaction with Danielson at the end of this was really good. The whole, like... I've been watching you for 15 years. I haven't seen anything like I'm talked about as one of the best ever, blah, blah, blah. Um, So I thought it accomplished a lot. We got a further build to Garcia. We got a new match that's set up um, for a pay-per-view, which I mean, I think this looks pretty good. Is it the greatest build ever? No, but it makes sense and it gets us what could be a cool match. So I was entertained throughout this. I'd have to say it was a successful segment to start Mm -hmm. another episode of Dynamite. So yeah, I like this. You? Mm -hmm. Yeah. um, Another Another week with a segment opening. I think they did a good uh, job again. Mm-hmm. Felt important again, right? Like it's something that's that's yeah we need. So I think the one last week was done a lot better. Me but too. I think this is still pretty good. I, I would agree a lot. I think Jericho started out solid. Like I think he was gonna like the subtlety that he had, like you said. Um, and I think Garcia was really great. I thought he sounded real, made a lot of sense to me. And then yes, when they um, let him be, he was like selfish. not sports entertainer. Yes, yeah, which he's was really and good. He even dressed like normal like yes. he wasn't wearing the stupid hat and the tank top like yes. he was just normal like t-shirt and stuff um thought danison was good too um like that you kind of have like him and jericho from opposite sides and then garcia kind of just like left like more confused like still didn't make the decision which i thought would be like the quick payoff here like yeah. i said but they kind of just continue the story which i think i like and um danison versus jericho is solid like i think that'll be pretty yeah. good and it but again it's a way for jericho to avoid 
being the character he's supposed to be, right? He's he's going to go Lionheart again. So it's like, even though I'm in this giant sports entertainer gimmick, I keep not being a sports entertainer. I guess like... So I'm just, again... Part of the sports entertainer thing is having like characters, I guess. Like, I, I, don't, I guess. I don't but know. like he's going back to the one that is more of a legit wrestler like the because when they talk about lionheart so painmakers at least like a kind of a sports entertainment like it's kind of ridiculous because and... i think they're referring to ecw lionheart right mostly um but anyways i mean at the end of the day it's it's i just again jazz is just sort of a weird for me i don't know how i feel about it but i guess at the end of the day you are getting the sports entertainer against the wrestler in this case even though jericho seems to be distancing himself from the from the persona. gimmick he's trying to keep Garcia in. Right. So that, yeah, I guess that's what I'm trying to say, right? You're fighting super hard to keep this kid who says he's a wrestler in a sports entertainment gimmick, and but you're not doing I guess, sports like, entertainment either. I guess, like, at least, either. like, he just still wants Garcia aligned with him he does. at the very least. He does. Yeah. So, yeah, I have no problem with it. I just find that the Jazz thing is, is I kind of run its course for me. I guess they need to keep it intact for this story, right? But after this, I don't, I don't know if we need to keep hitting on this sports entertainment stuff, no. but... Anyways, carry on. Uh, next, we get uh, Dax Howard versus Jay Lethal in our pseudo opener. Yeah, I, I was guess. looking forward to this one. Mm-hmm. Um, there was heavy chops in the corner back and forth, like they keep kind of like switching around, hitting a chop on each other. And then, yep. So that was pretty. Uh, Dax's chops so are like, vicious. Yeah, I think both of them were like pretty hitting pretty hard. They were so. laying it in there pretty good. Yep. Um, but uh, Dax gets the upper hand in the end and falls with a big back body drop. Um. Lethal looks for a diving elbow drop later on, uh, but Dax crotches him in the corner. Dax goes for a superflex, but gets thrown off, and then um, he goes for du- diving double axe handle, but get, uh, Dax counters with a gut punch. <laughs> and then he hits those... Continu- Cut to Anthony Agogo angry <laughs> yeah. in the backstage area. <laughs> Adjacent to a monitor. He, he was on, um, whatchamacallit this week, Rampage. Oh, Rampage. Made an appearance. Yay. Yeah, I thought so too. Woo. I can't remember what he did, but he was there. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Dax hits the continuous German suplexes. Uh, lethal counters a German, looks for the figure four. Dax prevents that. And then Lethal comes back with a lethal combination for two. Uh, lethal hits a dragon screw in the ropes and then applies the figure four until Dax forces a rope break. Um, Dax goes for a sharpshooter. Lethal counters that into it, um, trying to get the figure four again. Um, but Dax counters that into a small package for two. Uh, later on, we get the slingshot powerbomb by Dax for two, which always looks good. Uh, and then Lethal goes for Dragon Screw, and Dax sits down on a pin for two. Mm-hmm. And then Dax rolls Lethal up an O'Connor roll for two, and Lethal counters into a pin of his own, like uh, reversing the O'Connor roll into a, a pin. And then he gets that with a handful of trunks, so Lethal actually picks up the win. Surprising. Um, yeah, and then post-match, uh, Dot says he said it was going to be a trios match at all, but he never said who would be on their team, so Lethal's teaming with not Dot and saying, but uh, Motor City Machine Guns. Yeah, I did not see that coming. Which is better. It is better. Much better. That, that, and that's kind of the bottom line for me at the end of this. So I really liked the match. Um, I thought it was technical in the first minutes, then kind of drifted into a slugfest, then kind of just back and forth pro wrestling, right? Both of these guys are really good. The Liger bomb by Dax looks awesome all the time when he hits that. Just the force he somehow gets on that looks a little extra. And I like that Lethal was constantly trying to target Dax's legs and Dax had counters for it over and over and over again. So I like that story being told. So I thought it was an excellent match. Understandable finish, not super satisfying, right? Like he'll sneak in the win with the holding the tights, right? Mm-hmm. I think it was. Um, 
I'm not sure AEW needs the Motor City machine guns because this lot roster is super good already. I don't see it being like a long term thing. And them kind of coming in as a heel is a bit weird for me because I do somewhat regularly watch Impact, and that's not how they're presented there. Yeah. I mean, it could like I also because I think it'll be one off thing. It could just be like favor for a friend kind of thing but a couple the, friends and the bottom line as you said for me is that this trios match got much more interesting right yeah. instead of dut and have most machine guns ever been heel and the miss uh maybe i don't know but they're really really good i mean they're getting old at this point but they still have awesome matches so i really liked this uh harwood lethal match and we ended up with yeah. a better trios match coming out of it so i was happy with this opening for sure um yeah i thought it was an excellent tv match um harwood delivers another good one credit or credit is due lethal is a good opponent for him rest of the year nominee uh, dax harwood mm -hmm. uh, a lot of heavy chops here which is always fun to watch so like you said like a uh, technical but also slugfest um a lot of solid near falls i thought which was pretty nice um kept like there was a lot of countering mm -hmm. each other's moves, was. like countering back and forth so i i like that a lot too um that's post-match bit was short um i'm already more interested in the match because i yes. i didn't think that would wrestle i didn't want to see sing so mercy machine guns is much better um them versus ftr in any capacity sounds great lethal and ward low in the mix it's fine too um something must have happened to sing because i thought for sure they were building the whole power bomb thing so yeah either they're putting that another time where like this ha was a last minute thing like yeah. they kind of had to do Anyways, this is cool because I think that's a great uh, trios lineup here. I guess the AEW Impact Partnership isn't dead. No. I didn't think it was, but it just has something like that prevalent no, not in a while. Lately. So I think it's cool. And like, I, I guess like you said, it's kind of weird that they're teaming with heels. Yes. But I mean, it could just be like, because like, so like they even mentioned that they're like old friends or like whatever. No. So it could just be like a favor kind of thing. Yeah, it could be. At least or like in like a one time. Because I don't expect Motor City Machine Guns to be in AEW like that much. I, no, me like, either. I'm heavily betting on this being a one-off so i think so i mean my only issue with this whole scenario is i like that the match got better and blah 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 but this still feels well beneath ftr star power right now like this seems like they're sort of honestly it would have been more worth their time it's just them versus mauricio machine guns it's like a yeah, match kind of thing they're kind of being underused a little bit for me right now based on how red hot they are um, but anyways at least this trios match got more interesting mm -hmm. Uh, next we get Thunder Rose interview. Um, she says she's heartbroken. She feels like she's letting fans down, and she can't defend it all out like we talked about in the news. So they're gonna kind of interim women's champion instead. Um, she says this will make her better and she'll come back better and stronger. Um, so I thought it was solid because she actually seemed like sad here. Like she was very emotional, right? Like, and it spoke from the very heart. Legit. It was real. So I, I props her for selling that. That maybe like a little real because I, I imagine it would, it would kind of suck. So um, and she mentioned Storm she's she's in it but like kind of made it obvious for me like before we even knew like the reports that like it's storm ones and it's like oh thunderstorm about the titles right. and they have to face off for that right you know like that kind of thing like seems like that's where they're going yeah um yeah i thought she this was better than her usual promo because this was her just speaking from the heart she is injured she's upset about it in the middle of a title run and that came through here and it felt less like acting or her trying to act. So I thought this was one of her better promos because yeah. I'm not a big fan of her on yeah, the mic usually. Sure. Uh, next we get father versus son. Ooh. Ooh. When's our match coming? <laughs> Remember I told you I was going to debut at the oh, yeah. at Super Kicked and the yeah. one guy who worked one of the opening matches was like playing along with yeah. me. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. Um, so we get Billy Gun versus Colt Gun. Ooh. Look out. This, is how, this isn't the main event. Why? What I happened? don't know. Wow. Why they must have known this is the big spot. Why aren't spot? they holding both the titles and having a unification match? 
Maybe it should be them. That's the prophecy. Billy Gunn should have two AEW world titles. Definitely. I'm not being sarcastic at all. Uh, no, we're never sarcastic. No. Sincere to a fault. Um, I get literally the highlight of this whole thing. Um, was Billy Gunn coming out the, to the acclaim theme so that Caster could do a rap? Yes. Uh, feels weird, but uh, he raps, so I'll allow it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I put the finish in the notables because I thought there would be more. Um, but this then was, this was more of like the angle, right? Because so, so I wrote the finish wrong. in my notables, and then where I usually put the finish, I just wrote that. <laughs> so, um, nice. the only thing I noticed was Austin attacked the acclaim after distraction from Stokely Hathaway. So with the red distraction, Colton hit a low blow in the Colt Forty Five, which is such a nice move. No, uh, for the win, and so finish that. Yep, it was indeed. Um, so then after Ass Boys attack Billy Gunn and the acclaim, the little tag champs come out because okay again. Because this is sure. not elevating these titles. No, I'll, people. I'll get there. Yeah, I um, and swervingly kind of a standoff with the claimed, yes, please, in a way. Now let me Whoa. elaborate. So this is meh, nothing like right here. Just kind of for the angle, right? Like you said, it was considering the only thing I thought was notable was the finish. That doesn't bode well here. Um, post match wasn't much. It is another minor defense. I so here's the thing. I would enjoy a claim versus swervingly. That that's not what I have an issue with. Mm-hmm. But all out is really soon. So you gotta figure out what the tag champs are gonna do. And I love the acclaim, but I don't think they should be the pay per view challengers for the tag teams. And I said Agreed. this before having seen later in the show. And so like I think this would be a fine like cause you know how sometimes you gotta have like the placeholder defenses. Yes. I think this would have been a nice placeholder defense. But it's little. It's really bad timing. So either it's a placeholder defense, and you got to fast track a title feud for the show. Yes. The pay per view, or this is the pay per view feud, and that doesn't really work for me. Like I as agree. much as I love the acclaimed, and that's not just they're not them, ready they're yet. Just, they're not there yet. Like, no. I think them having like a couple. They challenged the titles like maybe twice. I think Bucks and Lucha Bros on TV. Right. Perfect. But I don't. But like maybe throw in another team. Like. Yeah, I I do another three way. <laughs> I completely agree with everything you're saying. Um. Yeah. The match was really basic. Further's a story that I'm not super interested I in know, at this I, point. It's funny the that Billy Gunn and Colton have like the same gear look, like with like the like they've got like these patches of like with wavy lines and yeah. like they got like the same gear design. It's just like color yeah. swaps because yes. it's funny. So like they still look the same. It's kind of funny. I I love Stokely Hathaway, right? And I I would. It'd be great if he can make the guns more interesting. I don't I'm just not confident. I just don't even want him to. I just don't want him to be involved with the guns at all. So for me, again, in a super talent-laden company, I just don't see enough from the guns in ring-wise for them to be elevated at this point. Maybe, maybe it's there and they haven't been able to showcase it or whatever. But I've never been. I understand impressed. Hathaway wanting Ethan Page and Moriarty because there's some money yeah. there, I think, but more so Ethan Page. Um, but I, I, I just don't get like the guns. I just, I, like I said before, it feels like a waste of his time. Right. And then, as you're saying, I think Swerve and Keith Lee getting involved here does not address my concerns about the tag titles yeah. not feeling important. Like, I don't know. They could have picked someone better. I don't know who, who would. If you just flip the tag team titles and these guys, so the they're the ROH and FTR or the AEW, then I don't care as much. It's like your secondary tag team title on Swerve and Keith Lee. Totally fine. Because yeah. I don't feel like they're a main... Although I feel like... I don't know. I, it's weird. I feel like they'd be weird. With the, I get what you're saying, but like it would be weird. With sure, they're not they're ROH water. people are at all, but like for Swerve me... might have been. I don't know, I'm not sure. They're not a main tag title act at this point, and they're not being presented and that I way. I think they should be because they're good, but... They are. They're just not at this point. 
for me. But no, anyway. and I think like they need challenges that elevate them. Like I, I don't think this really is that. Like I'm just trying to think like what's a top team that would work. They have a lot of tag teams, but I'm kind of blanking right now. Well, you could go like Lucha Brothers or something. I don't Lucha know. Lucha Bros. What if they've been? They just lost the. Yeah, that works. Do that. I don't care how that's set up. Do that or, oh. Andrade and Roosh, they're not doing anything anymore. Do that. But yes, acclaimed um and going against the Swerve and Lead does not and feel they're like both a, kind of face, so it's like not feel like a major pay per view match. Yeah, they're both me. kind of baby face, right? So it's point. not really gonna like I don't know, it feels like less it feels harder to build like love because I mean like if acclaimed or heel, it's like a little different because it's like they can just be like vicious and like really piss them off, but it's like like the acclaimed aren't that much different, but just like with the both being faces, it's like there's not a lot of heat to it, right? And, I guess, and so it's just the fact that there's going to be a way better tag team in that company on that show, in a diff- in a trios match, but well, probably two teams because I guarantee Elite are going to the pay per view. That too. Right? Also, Elite are going to face either Dark Order or Best Friends, right? Telegraphed. Much? Come on, like I guess the Dark Order thing at least it serves a storyline purpose, but considering like if it was Hangman in the tournament then i wouldn't care because then i'm like oh that makes sense and there's some more star power but like honestly house of black should have won yeah that that match was okay i watched it this morning yeah like i think second half of it was good house of black versus i don't know it's like the elite were always gonna win but like you could have given me some intrigue yes it's pretty telegraphed it seems at this point it's not like the star dark order bunch either no so uh, next we get uh, speaking of trios, uh, Death Triangle, United Empire interview, and let it be noted, Osprey does have the IWGP US title now. So he does. He's got it now. Just took it from the juice. That's right. And Aussie Open are New Japan Strong Tag Champs. So yeah, cool for. I watched them. some of that tournament. I checked in with it. Mm-hmm. I was expecting they were the favorites pretty much to win. Mm-hmm. Um, so osprey says something about him like facing pack before which i don't know when they've um faced i don't know either before. probably pre maybe rev pro fame in uk somewhere i would guess mm-hmm. yeah uh, this time pack has his friends and he has his and they have one mission and it's more gold for united empire oh lucha was on the show yeah well because when we were talking about them on like just before I, the last thing i remember them doing was a tornado tag match against lfi completely yes. gapping on the match that they had on this show which i loved and i still forgot that they were on the show right not smart that's funny yeah um and they have one mission it's more gold for united empire i'd be surprised if they had another mission so um taxes they've been waiting far too long for this and tonight they won't kill united empire they will murder them because that's different <laughs> guess murder sounds cooler murder is intent i guess and right? it's You're more menacing it than Muckduck, right so that is true for sure. And, There's uh, our office reference yeah. for the week. AEW's their territory, and they'll find out the hard way. I thought they're solid. Both of them spoke well. I just want to see this match. It should be sick. Little did I know, I was, in fact, very much right. Yeah, so I just have good, quick interaction to add a final bit of heat. Nothing too special there. Pretty standard. But not bad. Um. Yeah. Uh. So next we get Britt Baker versus Kylan King. <laughs> She's back in the non-women spot too. Yeah, Baker a new spot mm-hmm. the, in the Britt Baker spot. Yeah. Uh, Kylan King's like an Ohioan. Yeah, so she's uh, the crowd is supporting her. She is not from Cleveland because that's where they are, right? But from not far, she's from Ohio, so she had some support here for sure, which helps if you want to have Britt be the heel, give the other 
because she tends to get cheers right regardless because she's kind of like the cool heel so makes sense to put her with somebody who's definitely going to get the cheers i guess yeah i guess that works then maybe don't use her last week because i kind of don't like her it's the kylan king run here right king of the king era king of the something uh, sling blade by Baker. There's a middle rope shotgun drop kick by King. Not a missile shotgun. Just a shotgun. Yeah. Right. Just a shotgun. Um, ripcord rolling elbow by Baker, which I think was kind of slow, but I don't remember. Roundhouse kick and a German suplex by King, which Thought is that solid. Good. Uh, curve song by Baker, and then it is a lock jaw. Uh, for the win. Um, post match, uh, she says in it is an issue about Rosa, and she says when she was the champion, she wrestled the entire title ring with a broken wrist because that's what champion does. That's funny. I could have sworn it was not the whole thing, but I like the heel that she's comparing yeah. like mm-hmm. wrestling with a cast on your forearm to having like a slip disc or whatever, and you can't feel your legs. Heel logic. Like to her, that you're yeah, right, and I think it's good. And they still have half a thunderstorm to deal with, and storm comes out, hater blindsides her. And uh, Baker says Hater will be all out too. The blindside attack looked awesome, actually, mm-hmm. right? Because she knocked her right into the ring yeah. apron. It looked good. Um, so the heels beat up Storm, and then Sheeta runs out the candlestick and chases off the heels. Because she's back and right into a title shot, as we mentioned before, somehow. Um, the only other notable I had is King did something like a wheelbarrow into a Uranagi that I thought looked kind of cool. But anyways, um, I thought the match was decent, right? It felt like... To me, a little bit of, hey, Kylan King, get your stuff in um, since you're in your home state. And then at the end, Baker's just going to hit her signature stuff and win clean, right? Which is pretty much what it was. Uh, so, I, again, was it a bad match? No. Is it what you want in the only women's match on a two-hour show for the week? No. Um, yeah, it's not like, like Kylan King's getting your spot. Like, I, yeah. Not to be mean, no, but just I, like... So, again, I thought Hater's initial attack from behind on Storm looked really good. Um, and it's just a post-match segment, right? Letting us know who's in the interim title match and where everybody stands. So I guess they accomplished that. So it was just kind of a decent match. I mean, result was never in doubt. And the aftermath was never really in doubt either, I don't think. Yeah, and it's like you're saying the four-way look like a tag match. And then they announce a tag match for next week. Right. They're doing the classic, like, have everybody the WWE style. Let's put you in all the combinations ahead of the match. Yeah, it's like, I don't know, like, I don't know. It's yeah, a, it's like, it's kind of like the, I mean, to be fair, the Forbidden Door thing worked with um, yeah. Cole and Switchblades. That's so. true. But then again, that's Cole and Switchblades, so. Yes, they are a little bit better at doing that. Um, So the match was fine. It was a short and handsome match. I thought King looked a little better than she did like, in Storm last week, because I think Baker's better. But still, I don't like her that much. Um, post-match promo from Baker was solid. The rest of it was just to set up the match a bit more, which I didn't think was entirely necessary. But um, So next we get the Acclaim Swerve and Lee interview. Um, so the tag champs want to talk to the Acclaim. Uh, Lee says they are ranked, and they have been ranked. Are they ranked number five? Because the Acclaimed, let it be, let me remind you that the toward the start of this whole joke was the acclaiming rank number five and right. getting a title shot and then also it was abaddon so acclaim started this whole thing and it's been running forever it's Be- been running since that's the first time i remember making the joke like Be- it was because it was i remember seeing the connection between her or that sorry them and abaddon like both yeah. And so, yeah, it's, if you can't it, be a champion in AEW, you want to lock down that fifth rank spot because that's it, the fastest path to a title opportunity. The, the latest rankings are still from August 10th. Like, right. why, won't, why aren't they updated yet? I don't know. Eh. Um, 
so uh, Caster says that is nice and all. Uh, they're the best homegrown team in AEW. Uh, they're the winningest. Okay. Uh, and Bowen says they're the uncrowned champions because it's them. Mm-hmm. And uh, all out, they will take the titles. Um, thoughts? Yeah, I, it just feels like mid-card tag team titles to me. And like again, like the ROH ones are the ones that matter more. Um, and that's not how it should be. And it's weird because I think you said it too. I like these guys. Like I like the acclaimed. I like Swerve and Keith Lee. But nothing about this feels important to me. It kind of feels like an afterthought. Like, again, all the big teams are busy doing other stuff. So we're left with this kind of thing, right? And it's disappointing because I like all of them. I just feel like they're trying to put them in a spot they're not ready for yet. So yeah. It could have slowed this down for me. But I anyways. expected this to be a TV challenge, but I did half expect it to be at the pay-per-view because it's like they don't have a lot of time to be, to build. This feels something right. like they should have yeah. been working a title feud sooner and maybe not this. The only reason I'm kind of okay with this because I like both teams, but I feel like they claimed are more suited for a TV title match at this point, and they sh- it should be this could be solid, but like they could have something set up something better in my opinion. Like, I agree. It just doesn't feel like something's what, missing, right? Yeah, something's missing. Yeah, I agree. And FTR, they're uncrowned champs. That's, yeah, of course. Hottest, best tag team in the world is not have your main title. It's kind of dumb to me, mm-hmm. but anyways. Um. So next we get uh, CM Punk versus John Moxley. Um, Not the main event. AW World Title. Suspicious. Yeah. Although what I was suspicious of didn't happen. Remember what I said? What were you suspicious? I of? thought M- uh, MJF comes back and we get a like a non-finish. Uh-huh. I just as soon as it is not in the main event, you know you're not getting what you would normally expect. There's some sort of issue. Something's going to happen where they decided they couldn't put it in the main event. I just didn't guess right as to what it was. Yeah, I'm. I remember seeing this because you were out. Wednesday night, and I was just like... I was at Bill Burr. Uh, it was crazy. Bill Burr like, show, for those of you like Bill Burr, did not enjoy it very much, yeah. to be honest. I was just like, I was so surprised. Um, So there's a long collar and elbow tie, but then Mox unloads forearms in the corner, and Mox taunts, taunts Punk, and he comes up with some shots and unloads in the opposite corner. Then he lands a roundhouse kick and tells the ankle he hurts, something like that. And Mox smells blood in the water, hits a big lariat, then the hammer and elbows, and then like just twists the crap out of his ankle yep. just to like fast-track a bunch of damage to that. And then uh, two paradigms just a Mox wins and he freaking dominated. Like it was like <laughs> look how happy you the were. whole match was like <laughs> maybe like four minutes or something. Yeah. Like it was like less than ten. Minutes. It was awesome. I was so happy. So I, I'm I'm so happy about this. Like they you gave are. me exactly what I wanted and better. Cause like in my ideal universe, Mox would in fact kill Punk and win the title, and that is exactly what happened. It did um I didn't expect the, him to win much less like dominate yeah dominated him and uh, like you mentioned it harkens back to Brody lee versus cody so that's which that's we nice. loved and I, was that was completely unexpected i totally i didn't even think of that yeah um i'm so happy with this it's it's so great punk didn't do much other than some corner strikes and the kick and then he was done and mox just annihilated him like yep. i liked him just twisting the crap out of his ankle because like that's just like that's what battle combat him. club would do right? exactly you and that, have an injury we're hitting it yeah that'll easily kill him right there and it yep. did and um it was simple but effective and then you just killed him with a double dose of paradigm shift like two of those just that was and that was perfect. a little bit to protect punk right like yeah. all right we'll let you at least yeah. take two finishes um the other cool part of this is that like since i didn't expect this at all like now i have no idea what they're gonna do at the pay-per-view right no. like and like i have no idea what the all main event will be so we have just over a week until the pay-per-view some very interesting what happened like uh i know you've seen like reports of it being like punk again but like i saw the rampage segment it seems like i don't know how they would book like him being back and then being mocks just like that like it just that yeah. doesn't seem like it would make sense. because the rampage footage I, I watched rampage 2 was basically him saying he didn't 
feel anything pop or snap he but just couldn't that, put, and he couldn't put pressure on it right like, but that that's he's worried because that's how he felt the first time too like when he broke his ankle he didn't feel that's what he's saying right is yeah. i didn't feel anything when i broke it so i'm nervous and, and so like, i don't yeah. think like you can do like because i think this was masterful i think they did it perfectly like and i think like it makes sense but i don't know how you like make him like oh like he's fine and he's well enough to like not only wrestle mocks but right. like if like to win him, it like back that he would win it back like i don't think that makes does it sense open the door me. for mjf I absolutely um it was literally only a few minutes but I loved it a lot um <laughs> you did. like uh, and they completely caught me off guard too like I think yeah. props to them for that because like I didn't expect yes. either of this like I it, like that there's a company where this is a possibility I, at first I saw Mox win and I was happy because I was like oh Mox won and then I was looking at the comments and I was like I started to smell like what is this a squash and then they literally put the full match out so I yeah, watched it like when you were gone and like it was like because and they never do that like more so never do that like after the show's out because usually they'll put like clips or like mm -hmm. like WWE does that too and they only put out like old full matches or like years after but like they put it like it was short it just adds and, to a bit of realism right like and, sometimes fights don't last as long yeah. as you thought or are mm -hmm. more one-sided or that whatever that is a great move and i think mox makes for a far better champion i think he's been doing great and having this uncertainty is fun because it doesn't come around too often and like it could be mjf could do hangman i've never seen hangman mox so mm -hmm. that'd be cool could be someone else i don't know if this was cool um i'm not sure what they'll do but this was awesome yeah even if punk wins it back this is awesome i was also happy with this i think i look good for aew for having an outcome like this be possible right that it's that sometimes a match outcome will be very different from what you expect again telegraphed a bit by moving it out of the main event but um and again the punk did punk come back too soon narrative makes sense here right like he's not fully healed he's re-injured himself whatever and I, honestly we've talked about it and i think most people agree that mox has had a great interim run here so i don't have any issue with him replacing punk as champion i'm probably in the minority with you but I'm fine with this because we're not the biggest CM Punk fans in the world. Um, Punk can go away, heal, and come back for a rematch whenever, if necessary, right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I thought this was cool that it's actually happened. Um, and I'm happy with the result. I'm happy for Moxley. Yeah, it's good stuff. Mm -hmm. um, so, next, we have a Christian Cage interview. We do. Yay! <laughs> Um, so Cage says he extended an olive branch last week and he gave Jungle Boy one last chance to apologize for costing them the tag titles because he held them with them. Yeah, I guess so. In spirit. <laughs> Moral um, support. And the hurtful personal things he said about uh, Christian, he said he, th he said things too, but that was just tough love, which I thought was amusing. I didn't want Jungle Boy to become the best version of himself, but Jungle Boy couldn't see it. Um... And he'll never be as good as Christian Cage. Um, Cage has Jungle Boy tried to meme him and injure him, but he can't do anything. Cage hasn't already seen it all out. Jungle Boy will see he, um, he is special. And Jungle Boy will find out real fast that he'll never be in Cage's league and accept the challenge for all out. Yeah, I, I'm not going to lie. I tuned out for this. I, my notes are, this could not have been great. As I realized, I kind of tuned out for it. I'm relying on Jack's recap to jog my memory. Just in general, this feud has lost steam for me um i thought it peaked when christian turned heel with luchasaurus and then since then i i've cared less and less as it goes on right which is not ideal obviously and as i said last week the heel here christian already took a vicious beating at ringside thrown into the steps and destroyed by jungle boy so i don't feel i need any further resolution to this i don't think he needs to get his comeuppance and the baby face has to stand tall he already did on tv last week so I, I mean, 
is the match going to be good? Maybe, I guess. I don't know. I'm just not super interested in it. And it's too bad because I was really interested when Christian was like full heel making fun of dead relatives and stuff and had a giant intimidating monster beside him yeah. to back up what he was saying. And yeah, now, it works a lot better. All of that is gone and I don't really care that much. I yeah, guess. <laughs> I was literally like, I was doing sarcastic and then I was just like in my head, I was like, oh, we're back to square one. Yes. Yeah. We're back. We pretty much are. Where, like, I don't really care about, like, I guess, like, I it maybe if he was more mean. Christian was cool for, like, three weeks. And then it's, like, now he's kind of backing off being yeah. super mean. And mm-hmm. it's just not that interesting to me. Yeah. I mean, there's a chance, again, that Luchasaurus is still part of Christian and they're going to turn and screw over Jungle Boy. I guess that could be interesting. But it's gone from me being really interested and looking forward to it, even the promos, to not really caring very much. Yeah, um, I thought it was a solid promo. Like, I thought the, like he was like all offended because Jungle Boy said hurtful things. It's funny just considering like, what he That's said. That's what he does, yeah. Um, and that, that was kind of funny. The rest of the promo was pretty, like, whatever. It was fine. Um, the match is confirmed now. Personally, I had like, a stipulation on it, but it could be solid regardless. Like, I don't know. You need something there. Yeah, I, well, I don't know. It's not one I'm looking forward to, but it could be good, I guess. Yeah. Uh, next, we get Ricky Starks in ring. Um, he says he hasn't been in the best of moods because he's hurt and he's pissed off. And he's had to deal with Team Taz and then losing the FJW title, then uh, QT in the factory, and then dealing with Hobbs. Um, he said he thought he had a friend in Hobbs when he broke his neck, and Hobbs like called him every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he says uh, people want to see you do good, but not better than them. Uh, he said uh, when Hobbs met Starks, he showed him... Uh, what it was like to have a seat at his table, and when he ate, Hobbs ate, and he made spotlight big enough for them, and, bl- and then Hobbs blamed the failure on Starks. Uh, Hobbs hit him in his neck, and Hobbs knows he was close to losing it all again. He considered Hobbs as his friend, and now he calls him a snake, and where he's from, they cut off the heads of snakes, and he challenges Hobbs to a match at All Out. Um, I thought this was a great promo. Uh, He's when so he good, gets man. He's energetic. He delivers yes. so well. Like He was incredible here. It kind of built, and by the end, yeah. he was Towards the end, you just see it. his face get ready. You can see his eyes water up, too. Yep. Like It looks legit, and it looks awesome, because not everyone can do that. Like I, th- I thought it was really well done. Me, too. Um, I liked a lot of his, what he was saying, too, because I think like the whole thing of Hobbs on when he starts to do better kind of made sense. Cause, like, I think like everything was fine Danny when they were like challenging for the tag titles, and mm-hmm. like, they were gunning for those, and they were all fine. Um and and anyways, I thought this was great. Like I'm looking forward to smash for sure. Either this or Jungle Cage needs a stipulation. I like some sort of stipulation on this too. Like I know this feud feels too good to just be contained in a normal match. Yeah, I don't think they'll do that, and I'm still looking forward to it. But I would much rather a normal or a stipulation. Yeah, I thought this was a really good response to Hobbs as well. Um, like Hobbs is calling him selfish, right? And Starks is saying, like, I always considered you along the way, while still being a bit of that cocky rock attitude, right? Where it's like, you've been eating at my table this whole time sort of thing. I like that as well, right? Like sort of saying, like, I always considered you, but yeah, I am kind of the star of this group, right? But I was still taking care of you, which I like. Um, he man did he ever sell being upset about his neck right the fact that his his buddy would dare to target his broken neck hangman killed him so upset which he's just so believable being whatever emotion right and that's not easy to find in a wrestler so this guy's gonna have a very long he was just like kind of like a rookie in nwa and then like i was watching him in nwa yeah i honestly forgot he was in nwa because they aw took him in yeah like definitely Gave him a uh, a break or whatever they call it. Yeah, so this built as it went. He got the crowd really on board with him by the end. Um, 
And I just think this company right now is building Starks and Garcia at a rapid rate, and that's really cool. And this was another oh, I put him on the rising star. Another thing. really strong, lengthy uh, live performance from Starks, and there's not a ton of people who can pull off what this guy pulls off week after week live, right? So he is an asset for this company. He he can really connect with fans. He can really like communicate emotion. Um, he's just light years ahead of a lot of people on the mic. Um, you put this guy and MJF together somehow down the road, right? Could be pretty fun to watch. Mm -hmm. But yeah, really, really good segment again from Ricky Starks. Yeah, for sure. I, I like that a lot. Like if that if that was an opening segment too, I would not complain. Right. Uh, next we got a quick John Moxley promo. Um, Moxley's like, I'm sorry, was that not how that was supposed to go? And I thought I loved that. Yeah, it was great. Oh, no, it wasn't. I loved it. And that was he better. was fired and, up here. And he was man. like best in the world, my ass, because he just <laughs> killed him. Yep. And he says the answer to every problem is John Moxley, and there's no one who can do what he does like he does. He's not just some guy; he is the guy. And he doesn't follow any rules, and he says his time is now. Um, that was just kind of the gist of it. But he was like super fired up. Um, I thought it was great, like for how short it was. Yep. Um, I thought the first line was funny because I didn't expect it to go that way at all, and I, I think few did. And um, great promo. I still don't know who's gonna face, but like. I don't know. It's 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 fun. Yeah, this it's is good. This is exactly how you would expect Mox's character to respond here, right? I thought he was super intense, and even I don't know if you mentioned it. I don't think you did, but he was. He seemed to be to me to be tapping into some real emotion when he was talking about people just assuming he would lose to Punk, right? Like you could see, like I think there's some reality there that like everyone did assume that, including I, I, us. I did, and right? I didn't want him to and lose. And so he doesn't like that. Um, no, I thought this was awesome. This was just him letting loose and totally on brand for him, and it was awesome. Yeah, it was, it was perfect. Yep. Um, so then we have some all-out card announcements, like just like kind of announcing matches that we didn't have, like from like, I think, I mean, like Dan and Jericho, Starks, Hobbs, Jungle Boy Cage, like stuff we didn't have, like right. confirmed, confirmed, confirmed yeah. yet. I think maybe the women's title uh, match was shown too. Right. And then the tag match that'll be next week which <laughs> like looks the same yeah <laughs> um and then there was a brief recap package of omega's return this week so that was cool yep i thought that was well done. nothing to really note they're just recapping last yeah. week and thought that was cool like the way they put that together was really nice and then we have our main event which is united empire will osprey and ozzy open which is kyle fletcher and mark davis there we go big guy um and versus death triangle which is the boys you, you know them mm -hmm. uh so this is the dynamite semifinals or and we were both the, pretty hyped for this one also the first round of like it's weird how they I don't it like it's it like the first round's like, like this it. is the dynamite semifinal right. like i get that but like i feel like that would only fit if like this say this is like a huge tournament then right i understand that but teams, it's like whatever it was three matches no yeah three matches for the dynamite like yeah and so next week's the dynamite final like because Rampage was annoying me, calling it the Rampage semifinal. I think that like, would no. like mean something if it actually like it's one tournament. There's not two separate semifinals. Right. Anyway, if there was dumb. like another like if there was because what there's eight teams. Yes. If there's sixteen teams, then maybe sure. Like I don't like I feel like that just works for like a bigger tournament. Like yes. there's two sides of it. Like like um just say it's a tournament match on rampage yeah don't have to qualify it as yeah anything or else. like if say it like you know the cruiserweight classic of 32 guys like I, yeah then you could that i would sure. understand like say that was running on two shows you get like the t like i get that but like it doesn't really work here or if you're in blocks and they don't really meet you know what i mean that's different but this is like i don't know you're dividing a larger tournament into like smaller tournaments on separate shows and i don't it's not a big deal. I just I, don't. Like I it. like that they're doing that because then, like, uh, like the side of the tournament, I don't really care about. I don't have to True. watch, but they don't have to 
like be so i don't mind them separating it on two shows but you don't (laughs) have to act like it's separate stuff yeah yeah and it's not even like um wwe where like say you're doing like the like say the best in the world tournament from yeah uh, crown from saudi arabia like you have the raw final the smackdown because like there's the brand split yes it's not they don't have that here so it's like you know right anywho main event that um so yeah there's a lot here. There is a lot. I'm There's glad. Lot. This is one of those where I'm so glad I'm not the note taker. Oh, yeah. Even yeah. though I took a few here just because there was stuff that was yeah. cool. Um. So there's the back and forth, like, flippy things between Phoenix and Alfred. Like, they're just like, going back and forth. Doing, Crazy like, start. Like, they're just basically, like, they're just showing off. Like, it was... 100%. It was cool, though. Unlike almost anybody else can, right? These right. two are That's super true, yeah. unique talents. So. I, th- I always had, like, Phoenix... Or, sorry, Pack and Osprey. It's like, so guys, but then I thought, like, oh, Phoenix and Osprey is probably yes. better comparison more high flyy yeah although yeah. pack is he's the man who gravity forgot yeah so. exactly <laughs> forgot about that solid nickname considering how many crap ones sort of yeah oil out. like one. uh yeah other uh, stereotypes to the outside bed death triangle um osprey takes a heavy chop from each other death triangle like they're just taking in like just chop brody the king's chops are dead or oh, sorry um it's it's, it's pack, pack stuff is all super stiff yeah, yeah. looks awesome Mm-hmm. Yeah, you used like he was like kicking later on. You're like then like Kylan King doesn't kick like that. No, like, her and, kicks do not. Like you're saying, Kylan, her, you're saying Kylan King doesn't kick like that. Do her kicks that look fast? as fast yeah. as uh, um pack? Yeah, no. I remember seeing this clip on uh, Instagram before. I actually saw the match. Like there was a sky twister press to the outside to Death Triangle Osprey, which is like this huge like corkscrew moonsault looking thing. And I'm not. It's a just hu- so graceful. I'm not a huge Osprey fan, but he never misses anything. I, I'm starting to disagree. Oh, with in, that statement. in ring, I can't. It's just I don't know. There's just I never thought he was quite character wise a big star. Like in ring, he's always oh, I don't been super know. I'm, impressive. It's it, kind of like Ricochet, right? It's more like, so in ring, but I even so I think Osprey does a cool job with the whole United Empire thing. Yes. So they they seem he's growing on me, and he nails. He never makes mistakes, man. I, he takes crazy risks all the time yeah, and hits everything. I don't know how he doesn't botch anything. He I, doesn't. Would, I would kill to be that. Talented. Him and Ricochet, they just yeah. don't mess up. I yeah, I don't think I've ever seen a Ricochet botch. You do stuff that other people can't do, and you never make. To be a fair, mistake. I think Pax like he doesn't do as many crazy no. things, but like in Phoenix. Actually, yeah. I don't. Phoenix mm, does crazy stuff, I but mean, he'll he'll make a mistake here and there, right? Yeah, but um, but yeah, like I don't know, if, like Osprey's insane. I would kill for is. that level of talent. Uh, they did like the um, so United Empire did this like ro- rocket launch drop kick in the corner, cool. which is, like o- the Aussie Open just chuck Osprey in the corner and just drop kick the and crap it actually out of looks like they add pace. To yeah, them, right? like you so, just like launch like it yeah. actually looked like it was, it was effective. Cool. Um, cause it it sounds stupid, but it was like it was it was sick. Um, Phoenix counters a double team move by Ozzy Open, hits multiple chops to them, followed by an Escalator double arm drag, makes a tag out to Penta for hot tag flurry. I remember there was the weird DDT thing on Fletcher. That looked kind of weird. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, and they said, like, Fletcher was 23 in this, so that means we would have seen him when he was, like, 20, which yeah. is pretty crazy. Yeah, we saw them back in the day, pre-pandemic, mm-hmm. right? All, like, I think just over three years exactly because like we would have been like early august we I met think. them right we talked to them after did we yeah we did yeah right? we saw like them Stu grayson yeah other guys uh, is that the trent seven one yeah right yeah new release yeah uh jordan devlin trent seven you got released you want to come on the podcast and talk about it let us know we're <laughs> close personal friends i talked to yeah. him for like 20 seconds once mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh there's this handspring kick by osprey which is cool because it's like I don't know. He like does hamstring like kind of, it's like this shoe kick thing. I don't know, just the way he did it. I really like it's just like clean. It's just like fast. And there's a fireman's carry kick thing by Fletcher, and then power slam cutter by Ozzy Open, which they didn't get all that, but still looked pretty solid. And Phoenix broke the pin. So it's just like a really nice string of offense by United Empire. Yep. Um, 
Osprey goes for a headstand. Of course, like one of those things where like they try to headstand over. Like I don't know why, but then Penta super kicks him while he's upside down. Which is, I always great. love that. Yeah, I'm a too. sucker for that one. Me They're too. just like standing upside down in the corner. I don't know why they do that, but then like then they just get super kicks. Like I just I love it every time. Uh, Pack tags in, goes after Osprey. Phoenix hits up. So Pack is trying to hit like a German suplex, and Osprey's hanging on the rope. So Phoenix hits the rope walk kick to right. um, cut him off, which I love that. Kicks the hands and then, off. The uh, ropes. German suplex. I think he kicked him in the face. Oh, did he? Yeah, that's what he usually does. And then um, got, that got a two count. Lucha Rose and Aussie Open are going back and forth. And um, Osprey and Pack hit stereo double Poison Ranas to the opposite teams. So double, double Poison Ranas. Yeah, <laughs> if you want. Yeah, if you want to Followed like by that. a cool stare down moment. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, then Pack and Osprey have an epic back and forth, leaving them both down of an Oz cutter. Like, that, it was insane. Yes. They're just trading offense. Back. It was crazy. And that's where both of them were down for an eight count right after that. Yeah, yeah it was it was, it was crazy. Then the Avalanche Brainbuster, I packed crazy. Osprey, which the, the, it landed perfectly. Looked awesome. Like, it was too good. Um, Phoenix hits Osprey with a Frankenstein, but he just lands on so he basically just front flipping off the top rope. And Phoenix spikes him with a rolling cutter. So that yeah. was, it was cool that he flipped off, and then he just, like, sold the crap out of a cutter. So yeah. that was awesome. Lutros take an Aussie open with dives and then Pack goes for the black arrow, but Osprey takes the knees up, which also Perfect. looked awesome. Yep. Like I don't nailed it. I don't know why. Like usually that's just so whatever, but like the like I don't know how Pack does. Like it's so crazy how he flips, but then he just comes down with such impact. Yes. And just the way like I I think it's mostly how Pack sold it. Like he just came down hard on like and he sold the crap of that and like Osprey got like a small Perfect. package for two, which like he sold like he's like. It's frantic there. It, it was like, I don't know why that was so good. And he goes for a Stormbreaker, but Pack has in her coming off. Like the way Osprey jumps in, like, that was sharp too. It was, yes. Like, fascinating. And just, countering like, a sharp Stormbreaker land. is cool. Yeah. First of all, I like Stormbreaker. That's such a sick name. Um, So Penta stop. Uh, so like uh, Davis is on like his hands and knees for whatever reason, because something. And Penta steps off of Davis, hit Fletcher with the Destroyer. Classic. Love yep. that. Um, Pack is like, so he moonsaults and then he, he turns into like a DDT. So he moonsaults off the middle rope right. and like, comes, in, comes into a DDT. I have only seen that before because uh, that's one of Ricochet's moves in right. uh, 2K. Yep. Um, and then Pack stares at a Kip Sabian box head in the crowd, but it isn't him. It's some guy with like tape on some of these bruises. And Kip Sabian attacks from behind and he hits like this draping DDT kind of thing. Kip Sabian's back. So it's almost Woo! like Sabian had a hostage that he had like yeah. beaten into submission to stand there with a the box on his head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the Cody bag thing. So yeah, Woo, I, I win. An odd choice for him to return here, but yeah, yes, he does. I thought this was post match, but yeah. Ooh, I win. Right. Kip Sabian. Yes. Mm-hmm. I was so happy after like getting spoiled because like Mox killed Punk and Kip Sabian. It's awesome. <laughs> Crazy. Um, and so off of that destruction, United Empire. So like, Aussie Open like holding phoenix i think i think so uh and like i see so they're like hosting so it's basically like an assisted oz car like so they're just holding yeah. up higher so it's just like lands on a cutter harder which i think is kind of cool like, i mean i would like something better i kind of liked it though yeah um and so yeah empire pick up the win which i had a hunch might happen remember yeah so, you did um omega's music hits and so the elite stand on stage with the steering for your empire i don't know why but i like how like that's been like you know empire just so like fired up they're just like trying to get him in the ring thing and it almost goads kenny into going in but obviously callus yes. stops him but i don't know why i like how like united empire was so fired up and it's like it feels real yeah yeah it's awesome and i i think there is some like i don't know if it's like the jip i've seen some internet beef like of with them Osprey and Omega, yes. like i'm not like I'm, like heat but like i've heard they don't care for each other yeah yeah like, i don't know well i mean, turn that into a story hopefully brother it doesn't affect anything yes yeah. Or all of maybe, these, hopefully it does. I don't all know. of these things, like this, the quote-unquote real-life tension between all these people, 
and people are like, oh, it's real, it's not real. I don't care. The best wrestling is when I don't know, right? When it is so believable that it could be real heat and story or it could be all made up. And I love not knowing. To me, that's like the best stuff of wrestling, like the punk uh, pipe bomb stuff. That's what brought me back into WWE because it was like, is this real? Is this fake? How much of it is real and fake, right? I don't care if it's real or fake. The actual discussion about whether it is or not means that it's pretty interesting stuff for me, right? Because I like my wrestling realistic. And if we're not sure if it's real or not, obviously that's a realistic thing. Mm -hmm. So um, amazing trios match. Oh, man. It uh. almost felt like it had like a, to me, a pack Osprey match contained within it, right? And just so much incredible yeah. action. I thought Pack and Ox Osprey looked incredible here. Oh man, um, I didn't think they could do better than last week, but man, did they do better! Than I last would pay week. for a match between those two. Kip Sabian, I don't want to be mean. His return was pretty cool. The movie hit to Pack out on the floor looked good. I don't remember what it was I would exactly. Have liked to ask the match. It was like I want to say it was like um, you know the thing Nikki Cross did. Yeah. Where she's like, I want to say it was something like that, or Baker. No, Baker doesn't do the draping version, right? No. No, but I want to say it was like that. But to me, like Sabian coming here now. And walking into a feud with Pac, anything other than Pac Osprey after this match is a letdown mm -hmm. to me. Yeah, like, I, that's I remember what you I telling me that, now. but then I also, I guess you get Omega Osprey, which I think is better. It's nice that they're, for you, as someone who likes Sabian, that they're putting him in like a chasing something a title, for, it looks something like. Something for the Atlantic title, because right. honestly, I forgot that title exists. Right. Um, so yeah, it just looks like Osprey has other things to do going forward. So he's got like an Omega Osprey match. Looks like it's in the future somewhere. Yeah. That would be awesome. But if yeah, Sabian, amazing main event. If Sabian doesn't have his theme still, then I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to talk to somebody because that's like my favorite theme. And I'm just happy these trios matches are largely delivering. The one on I'm Rampage so wasn't as, anywhere near. Yeah, as good I can't. As these, I, but the yeah, wait. You, you're saying that like it was still fun they, th that they're not and like you're saying trust busters weren't as good as this well i'm like, talking more dark no i know well like you're saying like yeah parker boudreaux wasn't as good as will osprey How so some you? of these matches have been fantastic yeah. which is good because the dynamite side of things has been right. incredible i wanted this division i wanted these belts and so I'm glad. i can't see omega or sorry elite united empire being bad no that's gonna be sick that would be amazing um what a match this was it was just simply incredible like it was actually difficult to take notes in some ladders it, it would like, be it was just amazing like i would probably like i almost want to watch this when we're done like, is it, was, it making your list oh i put it in the tv match category at the nice. very least because like i feel like the match of the year is kind of sealed with ftr briscoes for me quite possibly yes. either one of the those first one i me. like the second one more yeah um, but like I feel like this one, like it was incredible. Like I kind of want to watch it again now, just talking about it. Like, yeah, it was fun. I would, I'll maybe if it's in the recently deleted, I'll watch that because nice. it's so good. It was <laughs> even from the very beginning, it's just entertaining with Osprey and Phoenix showing off. Cause, like that's not really doing anything, but it's still entertaining. Isn't it fun to watch great wrestling? Um, it really yeah. Is. Once things really picked up, it didn't really seem to stop. I think no. everyone had some time to shine. Like I like you know Empire again. Like um the offense was so fast and chris like a lot of strikes here like chops and super kicks a lot of chops and super kicks but i thought they were awesome uh, pretty much all landed awesomely um osprey and pack had an amazing back and forth sequence as well um and creatine empire i thought their trio's offense was pretty sweet um uh, pack and penta hot tags were awesome uh and phoenix and osprey always do some insane stuff um i do remember saying after freeman door i wanted more united empire and finally we're getting some yep -er. and Man, did this reinforce my point? Like, even if it's just this match and the other match, already worth it. Cause like, 
they need to keep United Empire. Like, I don't give a crap how stacked their division is. This is, like, easily, like, honestly, like, throw me a one-off, like, Swerve and Lee versus Aussie Open, gladly. Aussie Open, I just like the way they work. I, I just, love... They're just... I think they them and Osprey work perfectly together. It's amazing. Yeah, Osprey is insane. The things he does never feel well. I mean, like, like you said, he never screws up. Like, he... Right. No, do I stuff think, that's way more complicated than everybody and still nail it every yeah time. like it's when people watch, like i think i do very much like him now, especially in the ring he's even good. like outside the ring i liked his promo on the show like i i i think i like will osprey i think um, for me it's the when i was really into new japan he was still like junior heavyweight yeah couldn't really i think talk, he's far better now etc cetera, etc cetera. so yeah he's definitely amazing. i i think i very much like him uh I haven't even mentioned yet the Kip Sabian return, which is also awesome. Very happy about that. <laughs> Looks a little different, but that's okay. President um, of the Kip Sabian I've seen this gives me a pack for Kip Sabian scene, which would be awesome. I think that'd be cool. A cool comeback for um, Sabian. Um, I'd also like pack versus Osprey, but Osprey's moving on to Omega, which I think is better. Um, and like I said, Sabian better have the same theme, or we're going to have some issues here. Does, can you have Sabian lose against Pac? He kind of has to. You think? You bring him back. After months of this box on his head stuff, attacks a champion. Oh, he's been doing it for like a loses. year. I don't. I could. Do you think that he's being pack? I, I don't know how you put this much time and energy into the guy returning, and then you have him lose. I guess it could happen, but I, I didn't consider it because it's pack. Yeah, that's true. Um, another upside is that at least it helps Death Triangle save face, as he gave a sizable assist there. Um, the finisher from United Empire was all too. I could go on forever about this. It was. It was awesome. <laughs> it was honestly like. You love it. It's crazy how many TV matches AEW's delivered that are just like insane. Like I that could are just better like, than WWE pay per view matches. Oh my god! Yeah, on a regular, literally on, on the a regular the year, basis. There are two matches that I even considered putting in. Right. Uh, which I did just to be fair, because I think there Reigns, was, was Rollins. Reigns, Rollins, Uso, Street Profits. The first one. Yeah. Um, those are I think fair. those are good. I um, really liked like, um, a women's match too. Was oh, it Belair and Lynch and Belair love from? Ah, oh, I should. I I, I, I think it's online in. already. I could put that in. Yeah. Um, but like, just like, they've been amazing this year. Like, there's no shortage. Like, in the past like couple months, there's like easily some dynamite matches that I love. Like, there's just so many. Like, oh, they're just doing so good. And Takeshita is there, so that was a fantastic end to another good show. I thought like I I love this match. It was I mean it was even better than last week's, which was which I'll say it, it surprised me. There's been some uh, pretty strong matches. Yeah, um, Dynamite's had like or like. I'll just, I will, like, some of the ones that we have on the TVs, like, I just put this one in, like, there's a lot of Dax Harwood in there, Takeshita's matches made the cut, like, the tag three-way where uh, Swerve and Lee won, like, um, Harwood, Will Ospreay, I uh, remember the the uh, Texas Death match with Cole and, yep. that was Cole and Hangman, yep. yeah, like, um, like, and honestly, a lot of recent ones, like, I put in this one, I put in Garcia Danielson, I put in Elite versus LFI from last week as well, like, it's been pretty crazy. When was the Lynch Bel Air one? I'm just putting Summer that in Slam. there now. Right, because I like that one a lot. Um, I guess it's overall thoughts time. Yes. Uh, another excellent episode of Dynamite that flew by again. I think it's been like three weeks in a row where yeah, it's just we watched. Like, we didn't so watch. Fast. We watched it the day after because we this had to, but sitting. like, yeah, we still watched the one sitting. Very entertaining opening segment, right? Excellent match, or sorry, so you, opening segment strong, excellent main event, our book ending this show. And then in between, we got a Dax lethal match I really liked. Um, a surprising result in a quick championship match, right? That I still found entertaining. Excellent Ricky Starks promo. And then I guess the weak spots would be the women's match that was just kind of okay. And the guns match and angle, that, that, those are the low points for me. 
Um, and I guess I'd throw in the AEW tag team title scene in general. I've talked about that enough, I think, the last couple of weeks. I don't need to specify there. So I don't think this was quite as strong as last week for me, which I gave an A, but still an excellent show just a step behind that. So still an A-. minus. I thought really enjoyable, lots of good stuff. The stuff that wasn't great wasn't super offensive. That's an A- minus for me. Interesting. Why? I thought the show was great again. Moved things a lot of things along, which I think yep. is always good. And like you said, like it flew by again. Like and it's not even like there's a long match. It's just like I don't know. A lot of times I'm just like I'm looking for a break, not because it's bad, but just because I like to have a break. Yep. Um, but this time, like honestly, I couldn't have cared less. Um, thought the opening segment it wasn't as good as last week, but it was still really good. And that's not even an insult because I think last week's was awesome, but right. I think this one was still really good. It was. I loved the Starks promo too, which was awesome mox had a quick promo was good too and i think the matches uh, generally delivered like the women's and the guns whatever but like i think the, the good far outweighed the easily bad like yep or like anything not great like dax was lethal was pretty stellar i thought mox was a punk totally caught me off guard in a great way short but i liked it a lot because like short matches don't have to be like whatever like they can still be awesome and that was awesome and the main event was amazing i cannot say enough good things about it like it was just entertaining top to bottom it like, was it was it was near perfect. Like I had little issues with it. I don't think I had any issues with it. Like you, I you, you loved it for sure. You were saying like something about legal man at the end. Like, I, I Who don't cares? Give a crap. Yeah, I don't that care anymore. Doesn't about matter. That. No. Um, the show overall maybe not as good as last week, but it had like one thing better because I think I think there this main event topped like anything last week. But I think as a whole, last week was better. So I I agreed. I gave it a main minus. Ah, you are my son. Yeah. Uh, it outweighed anything that wasn't the best like i think yep. anything just okay like i mean, honestly that main event outweighs a lot yep enjoyed a lot of stuff on the show yes i'm looking forward to next week i hope the trios match main event again yeah because like three weeks of insane Give trios main events that'd be trio wish, of trios i just wish the finals were happening when we were there that would have been oh that's true my best yeah. but anyways trio trios match main events great uh so another very strong offering from aew this Absolutely. week yeah it's weird it's been really fun yeah and now we'll transition into uh giving a jack a break from summarizing really complicated matches <laughs> into answering some probably pretty easy trivia for him but we'll see in our trivia segment called off the top of his head okay. all right this week's topic fella is we're gonna look at the top 19, I don't know why they chose 19, pay-per-views from WWE, okay? Okay. Now, this is according to, so it's compiled by the Sportster, but taken from the average cage match, like the overall cage match ratings of the pay-per-views, okay? So okay. I'm, I'm going to go with what was on them, and you'll probably quickly, we'll see. I'm, I'm hoping to stump you on a couple. So we'll go from 19 to 1, even though I feel like the ones at the top are easier, but we'll start at the bottom, okay? So number 19. The overall rating on cage match is 8.41 out of 10. Okay, so here's some of the issues. You tell me what it was. Uh, Daniel Bryan produced another feel-good moment by kicking off, winning the Intercontinental Championship for the first first time in a seven-man ladder match. Anything else you remember from that show? Uh, Rollins cashed in the main event. Uh, So that was pretty sweet. Um, Paige and AJ Lee versus the Bellas um so let here's john cena versus rusev good that's what they're saying undertaker Uh, undertaker bray wyatt good um hold on Randy jordan seth rollins yeah with the greatest rko ever that's right um it says topped off with a remarkable rko yep Uh, it's like you're reading it uh 
Oh, oh, wasn't it New Day and was it Kid and Cesaro? They didn't no, wait. list that here. Wait, Kid but and maybe. Ce- I, maybe that was the kickoff show. I just remember seeing Kid and Cesaro. Uh, let me think. Yeah, did I, am I missing anything? Uh, they so what they mentioned was what you did. Orton defeated Rollins, Cena, Rusev, Undertaker, Bray Wyatt, and then Seth Cash in right. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. Next one. So up to an eight point four nine out of ten here. So this is going to say the Hardy Boys and Eminem got the show off to a hot start with the opener. So that's your opener, Hardy Boys, Eminem. Okay. It's not both. It's not December to December, right? Because that's nope. a bad one. Both World Championship matches were there. So you had Batista overcoming Mr. Kennedy to retain the World Heavyweight Title. This is a SummerSlam. And John Cena defeating Umaga. In a last man standing oh, match. Oh, uh, Royal Rumble 2007. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, very good. I remember uh, oh, seeing it. What else did they talk about? Lashley and Test, ECW. Um, Taker won the Rumble. Yeah, so I won't mention Rumble matches, obviously, because that'll give it away, okay. right? But uh, very good. So number 17, this, ma- this was 8.52 on cage match. So what do we have here? Chris Benoit retained the World Heavyweight Championship in his hometown of Edmonton, Alberta. By defeating Triple H, just Triple and H and Shawn Michaels. Okay, Backlash 2004. <laughs> Why do you know that? Um, because the he won it in the same match against the same guys at Mania. And I'm pretty sure he tapped out Triple H in that one, and I think he tapped out Shawn Michaels in this one. So who did Edge beat on this show then? Oh, Edge. Do you remember? I'm just going yeah. with what they have listed. Orton, Kane, Kane. Uh, who retained the women's championship against Lita? Probably Stratus. No, nope. no, wait, mm, no. Damn it, I don't know. Victoria. Ah. Oh. And Chris Jericho overcame Christian and Trish Stratus in a handicap match. All right, number 16, getting an 8.55 out of 10. Um, really moving up, leaps and bounds. Took place in Toronto, Canada. Yeah, was a down. Trish Stratus bid fell w- farewell after... Unforgiven de- 2006. <laughs> after defeating her longtime rival, who? Leah. In their seventh and final match. Other hometown hero, Edge. Drop the title to John Cena. Correct. TLC match. Good. All right. That and was he, easy. That's, I think that's when Edge wore the blue tights, which are his attire in 2K19. You know a lot of stuff. Number 15, 8.63 out of 10. Uh, where is it? <laughs> the difference is so minimal. This will reveal it right away. Three stages of hell match between Triple H and Stone Cold. Oh, No Way Out 2001. Correct. 2K Showcase, baby. Other things, Angle and The Rock in right. the main event. And Rock won that. Um, something inner four way intercontinental Jericho Guerrero were in that, etc. Et who else? I don't, it doesn't say really. Um, number 14 at 8.75. Return quarters. of Brock Lesnar after eight years away from oh. the company. Oh, Extreme Rules 2012. That right. is correct. Yeah. Wow, you're good. And he lost. Um, WWE title match was who? Oh. Punk and Jericho is a Chicago street fight, Correct. right? Wow. Yeah. Yes, it is. All right, number 13, 8.75 out of 10. Right. This um, sumo match. So it, this says all matches were solid, except Was it Big Show Nakabono? Sumo okay, match. so Mania 21. That is correct. Yeah, 2005. Number 12, at 8.76 out of 10. Vince McMahon took his bo- rivalry with Bobby Lashley. When he faced him in a handicap match with Shane McMahon and Umaga. Was this Backlash? It is Backlash. What year? Correct. Cena, Orton, Edge, and Shawn Michaels had a main event. 
Tino or an Edge Sean. That's not bad. Yeah. Um, number 11, at 8.76. So we have fun brawl between JBL and Finley. One of the best money in I... the bank matches won by CM Punk. Okay, so that, uh, is it Mania 24? Yes, Batista, Umaga, Kane, Chavo, etc. Cetera, et cetera. It was funny because I remember seeing like when I watched the ranking videos, I remember one of the pay-per-views having, so like I, I knew it was like David Finley and then Punk narrows it down to either 2008 or 2009. Right. First, I almost said Mania 29 because I thought 2009, but then I was like, no, that was 25, so this is 24. All right, let's go top 10 now. Okay. Number 10. At 8.78, uh, Daniel Bryan defeats John Cena in an instant classic. SummerSlam 2013. Only for somebody to cash in their or, money in the bank. SummerSlam Rand- Randall sorry? Keith, uh, 2013. Correct. Very good. Yeah. Punk and Lesnar. Nice. Right, I think. And then Christian Del Rio, et cetera, et cetera. What's Shield on that card? says Bray Wyatt had his first pay-per-view match. Oh, right. Uh, Ring of Fire. Mixed tag match with AJ Lee and Big E. Taking oh, right. on Caitlin and Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. Wow. All right, number nine. 8.79. These will all, all be right. pretty quick, I think. Opening match between J- Daniel Bryan and Triple H. Oh, yeah. Mania 30. Shield squashing legends. Oh, yeah. They beat, uh, I'm ready for this, Kane in the New Age Outlaws. Right. In 2014. So that is correct. WrestleMania 30. Number eight. On this list, at we're now over nine out of ten. Nine point zero three. The only bad <laughs> match, the only bad match of this pay per view was Ivory versus China for the women's world championship. Was this Mania X Seven? Nope. No. Best match was likely Jericho and Benoit, who put on a ladder match for the IC championship. Backlash. Nope. Underrated opener. Oh, Royal Rumble. Correct. What year? Uh, two thousand one. Correct. I mean, it was two thousand one. Um. Okay, so I remember seeing uh, Jericho Benoit, like the ladder match, because I remember like one of the pictures was like a walls of Jericho kind of thing on yeah. top of the ladder. Yeah. And I remember seeing, it was like, remember that uh, 100 Grace Matches book I have? Yes. It's in that. And I, knew, I don't know why I thought it was a uh, backlash, but then something clicked in my brain. I was like, no, it's Royal Rumble. Correct. And that was Austin's third Rumble win. Number seven out of this list, and one of my favorites, is got a 9.09. Uh, and what's on here? A match we've watched it. It's crazy. It's one of my favorite matches. Mike Awesome versus Masato Tanaka. Oh, with One Night Stand was this 2005. Correct. Very okay. good. Uh, Lance Storm Jericho. I remember watching that. That was crazy. The Tanaka. Crazy. Awesome. Yeah. It's just a ridiculous thriller. Just a quick match where they kill each other. Mm-hmm. Anyways, number six, nine point one three out of ten overall. Main event, first ever Elimination Chamber match. Oh, Survivor Series 2002. Thank goodness. You know way Easy. too much. So who was in that? Um, Michaels, Booker T, Kane, Jericho, Robin Dam, Triple H. Correct. Michaels won, and he wore those ugly brown tights. Correct. Do you know the opening tables match? Oh, yeah. It was... Why do you know all this? Wasn't it Bubba Ray and the Hardys? No, nope, women. Oh, wait. What? I swear Bubba Ray was in there. Oh, no, sorry. You're right. Bubba Ray, Hardys. Yep. Wasn't it like Rico? Sorry, Trish and Victoria had a women's match. Yeah, they had like a hardcore match. Yeah. I think. Yeah, uh, it was wasn't Bubba Ray and the Hardys, right? Uh, it does not say. Just damn said it, incredible tag team title match. Ah, uh, hmm. does not say. Oh, tag team title match. That might have been like I think that was Los Guerreros. That was Angle Benoit and then Edge and Mysterio. And then it says an opening tables match. And I think that was Bubba Ray and the Hardys, and it was Rico and might have been Billy and Chuck. And then that's when Dudley Boys reunite because they got split up in the draft, and he was Reverend Devon until yes. this point. 
Yes, Deacon that's Batista. Right. Mm-hmm. I was just reading something about someone saying they thought that that split. Apparently, would Apparently, he liked it. Um, Devon. Weird. Number five. Getting a nine point one three. Let's see what. Wait, it was. Why are they like above some? If they're the same ratings, just like first two matches. This might not help you. Carlito versus Shelton Benjamin, and Victoria <laughs> versus Christy Hemi. That could have been like any show of that era. Okay. WrestleMania rematch between Shawn Michaels and Kurt Angle. Oh, so backlash? No. No. Mm. Classic. Uh, sorry, John Cena defeated Chris Jericho and Christian in a triple threat to retain the WWE Championship. No mercy. The best match of all was the main event. Batista and Triple H in Hell in a Cell. With Batista getting the win. It's not backlash? It is not Judgment backlash. Judgment Day. Unforgiven. Nope. No mercy. Nope. No way out. What year? 2005. Correct. I don't... Wait, which, which one did I say? 2005. But which pay-per-view? Uh, you said a backlash, a bunch. Which no one mercy. did I say? That was Not right. the right one. Oh. You didn't say the right one yet. Oh. I know, too, because I know the... It's when a one-word pay-per-view that I don't think exists anymore. Unforgiven? No. Similar. If you haven't forgiven someone, what might you seek? Oh, vengeance? Correct. <laughs> 2005. I know that too. I know you knew. I don't know. No, I think their ma- first match would have been backlash. Oh, Fourth one, getting a 9.37. Kurt Angle, Rey Mysterio faced each other in the opening match. SummerSlam 2002. Correct. Yeah. Edge Guerrero, Rob Van Dam, Benoit, etc. Rock, et cetera. rock, rock. Correct. Uh, number three, 9.4 out of 10. Uh, A Train. <laughs> oh, A Train. The only helps. weak match was The Undertaker against A Train in the Big Show. Oh, Mania 19. What? You actually know that? I thought I'd have to yeah. get to some of the better matches. I thought it was going to be like a, a, just a nothing A-Train match, but no, so I know So Michaels, that. Jericho, Rock Austin. It was supposed to be um, Undertaker and Nathan Jones versus Right, them. Nathan yeah. Jones. All right, number two, out of 9.56, this was a good show, I remember very much. So, um, Orton, Christian. Couple... Oh, Money in the Bank 2011. <laughs> I was trying not to mention the Money in the Bank matches, so that makes it hard, but yes, that's what Yeah, because, well, I knew um, Orton and Christian had, like, a few matches, because they had kind of, like, a summer saga yeah. while Punk while Punk's thing was going on, but then I thought, like, I first I thought SummerSlam, but then I realized one of their matches is at Money in the Bank. That was a good and show. And that was the show with Punk Cena, Correct. so it had to be that one. All right, so without even saying anything, what is widely accepted? Mania X7. Correct. Yeah. Mania 17. What were some well, of the it's matches? Well, it's X7, okay. What were some of the matches there? Uh, TLC 2. Right. Uh, Rock Austin 2. Right. <laughs> two. Angle Benoit. Uh, Angle Benoit. Um, I think Regal and... Was it Cher? That's not listed here. So. Uh, I don't know. Uh, oh, um, I know China squashed Ivory. Yeah. Um, Ivory. I like the way you said that. I think I said Ivory. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Anyways, I, I don't know. you nailed it. it. So that is the 19, which you knew every single one, basically, other than vengeance escaped uh, you of course. a little bit, that word. But anyways, amazing job. Uh, so we'll move into our next segment where we're looking at uh, whatever wrestling we watched the rest of this week outside of Dynamite and sort of some of the high spots and rest holds, things we liked and didn't like. So let's do that now. Let me keep All right, for me, I'm going to be starting at NXT, which you did not watch. And I did NXT High Spot. I think I might have told you about it. I wrestled from that. Is Charlie Dempsey debuting? Yeah, you told me. And so he, we both like Charlie Dempsey quite a bit, son of 
Mr. Regal, right? Or Paul Heyman, which one? <laughs> one of those. They're <laughs> interchangeable at this point. Um, so he debuts actually as an instructor for Chase University. Yeah, my first instinct was I was like, Ugh. But no, it worked. I liked it because he basically was grappling a couple students. The second one being... Whoa, um, that sounds a, The sec- second one being Bodie Hayward. And he hurts both of them. Um, and then basically it ends up with... Uh, he tells Dempsey, that is, tells Chase that his students at Chase University are too soft. So it seems like he's breaking away from them quickly, which is good. I thought this was a smart way to introduce North American audiences to Dempsey and what he's all about, right? He's, it easily incorporates his gimmick, which I like because they're not like trying right. to... It's very quickly like... Change it. Here it is. And he, yeah, he's the one of these super technicians, right? Uh, especially submission-wise. So it felt a, a lot, and you said it immediately when I told you about it, and that was my thought too, felt a lot like the Timothy Thatcher stuff. Thatcher's but I liked it I then, that. and I liked it now. And honestly... Chase U, they've sort of carved out a nice little niche here. They're like the comedy um, group that the crowd really responds to and that they can always like introduce new people, right? New people enrolling in his university and sort of develop them that way. So I think actually Chase U, um, I mean, they're never really going to win a whole lot, but they serve a good purpose. Yeah, Yeah, I think so. Uh, Anything for you? So I'm going to steal one from NXT. Rest hold of all rest holds. What's that? Index are back. Gross. No, thank you. Bad. Gross. No, gross. Right. Gross. But I think back to be leaving. So that means they're going to main roster. To the way. I don't. Reuniting Gargano with the way. Yeah. I was like saying they should do like Gargano and Index versus like Theory and. No, thanks. Or something. I don't know. Whatever it is, I don't want it. I don't like Index. I don't care where they are. I don't like them. I don't care where they are. They still suck. Uh, and nope. also the age difference is jarring. <laughs> Another rest hold from NXT for me what? was Grayson Waller effect. He now has a talk show segment. Because um, every heel's got to have a talk which, show. Everyone's got to have a talk show. And they're not. I find like, and that's the problem with this segment is. Most of the time they don't work. It just drags out something that could have been accomplished a lot faster. Well, and like, look at something like, I don't know, like, or like, just do like a backstage interview. Or like, I don't know, like you have Starks coming out like he just right. he didn't need like a, right. need a talk show because and he's totally a guy who could have a talk show but and this was so apollo you know, how aw's never done that apollo cruz was his guest and i think what apollo said he did a pretty good job how here. is apollo still there so he actually is better speaking and he addressed his whole having an accent and then losing it and addressed the whole like you're what did com- he say about that coming back to basically he actually talked with the accent on and then was basically like, I still am a Nigerian nightmare, but he's just kind of not doing that gimmick anymore. Um, so what he said made sense to me, but like, I don't know, I kind of like Waller, but not in this. It's far too long to accomplish something that they could have done a lot quickly. Yeah. It's, it's Waller doing his obnoxious shtick for like a really long time. And then he brings the guests out and then, I don't know, it just got old really fast. Like, and they tried this with Lash Legend, and they realized it didn't work. I'm hoping they realize that here. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. I just don't like this idea, right? Like, fine, give Waller a little few minutes to interact with someone or whatever and be his obnoxious self. But in a formal thing like this, it was just too long. That was, like, one of the keep first major turnoffs for me when it was I was watching Steve lashing out. I forgot about that. Wow. Thank you. How dare you? All right. Um, so, yeah, not a big fan of it, but we'll see. But mm-hmm. Apollo did well for his part, but the whole segment I didn't don't think we need. Anything mm-hmm. from you? Um, the only wrestle I found from Raw was Bailey wrestling her first match back on Raw. I mentioned to you she faced Rough. Aaliyah. Yes, it looked really bad. Aaliyah's Aaliyah's Canadian like, girl want to love her. It reminded me bad. of Cora Jade watching some of the, like this, like just like screwing it up and like it made Bailey look a little worse. Not for, gonna lie. 
Yo, um, Aaliyah's not good, she man. She looked okay, I guess, but Aaliyah's not a good comeback opponent. And I didn't nope. actually put it in here, but Small knows that uh, Beth Phoenix was on Raw, so. Great. Uh, another rest hold from NXT for me. Did you hear anything about Javier Bernal? I know he's an, a level up guy. Big body Javi, despite not being a big guy. This is his gimmick. Um, so he had a match with Grimes. It wasn't good. There were some sloppy spots. Even Grimes, I didn't think, looked really good here, which is not the case with him usually. And then he was in a couple of segments backstage because I think they're trying to introduce... There's a guy playing a security guard who apparently has been on Level Up as well called Hank Walker, who I haven't seen. Oh, I've seen him. He's so, got... I'm, he's faced to do cousin... And he's got like one of those... Like, you know um, how Curtis Axel's looks got like, like Seth that Rogen little, to me. You know Curtis Axel's got like the little scar on him? Yeah. Um, He's got like a huge one of those in like his middle torso. Oh, does he? So basically, it was big body Javi being a jerk backstage to women, I want to say. Anyways... Um, so it looks like if they were women. he just wasn't interesting and he was on the show three separate times and the match he had wasn't good. And then two, I just, I don't know. It was, it was not impressive to me. What do you got? Fun. Mm-hmm. Um, high spot, which we kind of mentioned, but the CM Punk exclusive footage, it was just like really cool. Um, I showed him a bit backstage, like after he got destroyed by Mox and just seemed really, really like, I totally feel like it real, added right? a lot. Yeah. It added, um, a decent amount to the feud. Like it felt really real. So I've, really real i liked it though i thought it was really good um and since i don't watch rampage it qualifies for this yeah um another rest hold from for sure does for from nxt for me like watch it watch it is davenport why is her first name escaping me uh come on uh uh davenport davenport you got it brooke no uh really why can't I remember her name? I don't know. What is it? It's Blair. Oh, Brooke was so close. It'll do. So anyways. I thought you had it. I don't mind Blair Davenport, Brooke Davenport. Damn it. That's going to stick in there now like Rachel Green. Damn it. <laughs> um, but anyway, so she faced Indy Hartwell, who's had nothing going her for her forever. And honest to God, Indy Hartwell looks like she's regressed in the ring too. Like I used to think she was okay, right? And had potential to get better. She seems like she's worse. So Davenport beat Hartwell in under four minutes, um, but they still had Hartwell look competitive. I don't know why, because she's been doing nothing lately. I would have had Davenport pretty much kill her. And Davenport's finisher in this was the snowplow that looked really weak. It looked like she was struggling to hold Davenport, or sorry, um, Indy Hartwell up at all. And especially because I watch Impact Wrestling and Masha Slamovich uses the snowplow and she wrecks people mm-hmm. with it. So it looked really weak in comparison. Um, so compounded by the fact that she had this week debut, she's immediately after that added to the women's title unification match, right? So it's a triple threat with Mako, uh, Mandy Rose, and Davenport, which kind of feels just like tacked on there, right? But I guess it's because, was it her title match against Mako that she got hurt? Yes. I think that's the it argument. It was the Japanese street fight, I think. Right. So she's going with, I got hurt in my title shot, so she now feels she's the number one contender for NXT championship as well. But anyways. Her debut was not impressive in her. Um, remember how you were saying Smash isn't... Yeah. Know, so I um, I just, like, accidentally was on the FNS account. Yeah. Um, September 18th at Toronto, remember the rec room? Yes. They're doing something there. Because I just saw cool. uh, Joe Hendry, remember him? And the rec room is like an adult Chuck E. Cheese, yeah. basically. Remember uh, Joe Hendry? Yeah. Yeah, he's facing Jake He played, something. like, the cowboy gimmick. We met him, right, at Impact? Yeah, he yeah. was in Impact for a bit. When so, yeah, did the VIP. He was with the, the chubby guy. I yeah. don't remember his name. Uh, Falaba? No, 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 no. The he's like his name starts with like a G. G. Uh, 
It was not something c- O. Like it ends with like an O. Oh, I do know who you mean. Yeah, what was uh, his he's name? He's like Irish or something. Yeah. Grado. Grado, yeah. It. Look at me remembering stuff. But that's, you couldn't get Blair Davenport? Really, nope. Come on. Brooks Davenport? Yeah, anyway, smashes in uh, Toronto on September 18th, so nice. that's, that's something. Yeah, I mean, we could. There's that, there's that at least. And then there's another match that I saw that's, I think, I don't know if it's for this one. or yeah. Oh, yeah, it's a three-way. It's Hernandez, which is whatever. whatever. Uh, there's some Japanese guy, and then uh, Pretty Ricky. Nice. We from, liked him. From uh, Superkick. Yeah. yeah. So, smash. Nice. Got a high spot? Rest hold? What do you got? Oh. Yes, right. Rest hold. Um, I didn't even watch it, but uh, Karen Cross had a promo on SmackDown. I didn't watch it, but it was Cross, so rest hold. Probably. I don't know. I didn't see it either. Mm, I'm just putting it there because I don't like Karen Cross. NXT wanted to find another high spot. So compared to everything else, honestly, a really weak in-ring week for NXT. But the main event was actually pretty good, and that Dalton was... Castle's also on that show. Wendy Chu and Tiffany Stratton. They had a no DQ match. I mean, it was called a lights out match, which was stupid. That part was dumb. It was just like, kind of like when Bray Wyatt or Sin Cara wrestle and it's a little bit darker, you know? That's all it looked like. Pretty oh, much. yeah. Um, oh, right. Sin Cara. Right. Yeah, he had that. I think they might have even done that in the game. So um, Stratton was debuting a new look here. I thought she looked cool. She had like really thick braids in and she looked a little more less like a valley girl and more like a fighter kind of thing she looked cool anyways at one point chu got slammed onto a trash can they brought a whole bunch of lego in it was in chu's body pillow and they kind of blew that spot like wendy chu missed the lego and kind of had to act like she landed on the lego and they're Mm -hmm. like the commentary was something like even if it's just one piece you know trying to be like and i think they'd kind of take two to get her on it again but anyways um Stratton ended up getting slammed through a bed frame because Wendy Chu's entrance involved her like literally waking up in bed, which was she needs to lose that gimmick. But um, she so anyways, Chu, clearly she can wrestle a little bit. Cause she can. She's doing like she's good in ring. Stuff. Yeah. So Stratton gets slammed through the bed, and then Chu wins with her backwards top rope splash. So I actually found this pretty entertaining on a very not entertaining NXT. Like Stratton, there's one more thing she can do, right? She just worked um, a no DQ match. She seems pretty adaptable and, a, and as a future star, man, every time I see her. And if Wendy Chu could just ditch the ridiculous gimmick and character, she's pretty good in the ring. So that was my high spot from NXT. Anything else? I have one, mm-hmm. two, three. Um, so I'm just looking at the card because like, I saw it on the story. So like, also, so there's Hendry, uh, Jake something. There's Taylor Wilde's facing someone. Taylor Wilde. Psycho Mike is facing someone. Nice. Uh, Dalton Castle's facing someone. Nice. And I there's like that him. three-way I mentioned in the notes. You ever seen Halal Beefcake? They're a tag Yes, team. we've seen them. Yeah, they're on there. We saw them for Smash, I want to say. I mean, we went to the Smash versus Progress, so maybe it was that. I think so. Anyways, let's keep going here. Um, High spot from SmackDown. Nice. Which is cool. Um, There's a Shayna Baszler hype pack in SmackDown. Finally, some more spotlight for her. Like, I, th- I don't know. Did it look good? Just the uh, spotlight for her is already doing wonders. Like, I just yes. think the feud is doing wonders for her just like for that. It looked cool, too. Highlight, like, there's a lot of times where she stomped people's arms, like Nia Jax and Eva Marie. Yep. That, who are they? They're not never WWE, heard of any of them. So, um, there's sort of NXT time when nice. people are holding the title. Like, um, just made her look good. So I think I think that's really cool. Um, there's no um, reason they can't build her into a monster, even with all of the crap she's had to deal with main roster. Yeah, they can just they're good at resetting people. Yes. So, the, and there's no reason why she shouldn't win. Yeah. At like Liv looks weak. She's awesome case closed right like and so i thought that was Agreed. cool because like honestly like considering how mistreated she's been like if honestly if i had to make a list of people who've been mistreated in main roster like she is like one of the top ones like honestly when like, we 
last year, year before, talked about like who would you rescue from WWE and put in AEW. She was my first and choice. Now I'm I'm just as long as Triple H actually gives her a chance, I think it'll be awesome. And maybe she doesn't have to be quote unquote rescue because I think this looks good. And so hopefully this is Triple H knows. Pre- yeah, and, and that's what he I'm knows. saying. Like he knows how good she. He was the one who pushed her in the first place and got me like and her, he's so. also not trapped in the mindset of if they're going to be on tv a lot they've got to be beautiful and whatever no have a killer like yeah what is wrong with having like a female lesnar just right. ripping people exactly. apart for she brock nothing like, wrong she hulk she brock right i agree um now i'm switching into impact i watched that as well so rest hold for me is the still i know i harp on it honor no more bullet club storyline in impact both of these groups for me are just cold and i don't care this week, the combination was Carl Anderson um, defeating. I think he ended up winning. I don't even remember. Bennett. Pretty sure. He faced Mike Bennett. Pretty ordinary match. I just... Oh, I saw the clip where um, Bennett's like running the ropes a lot. And a million just... times. And then... I poke. In which they even said, like, that's a very bullet club thing because they do it with the back rake, right? So commentary even pointed it out. Just, like, I don't care about either of these groups and I don't care about any of the people in it, even though, like, I love Chris Bay, right? And... um other guy he's partnering with ace austin big fans of them but bullet club's doing nothing for anybody cool if we saw ace austin it's like a faction for the sake of a faction and then they just don't know how to break honor no more apart i wish i was old enough to like watch peak bullet club because i always yes i like because i remember watching like the recount where they talk about i i I always wish i could have seen retro series that that, yeah we could stop paying for wwe network soon and start paying for new japan instead we'll see wwe's got a back catalog so anyways uh i only have two more uh, another high spot from smackdown kind of um i'm as I'm surprised as you are but um so there's like this big uh gunther and <laughs> walter and sheamus yep. are staring uh down the ring they're just like standing like staring at each other which is kind of cool because they're just like saying they're like just stone face just looking that would be other, a like physical match yeah it's just like My they're God. saying and it was funnier because butch scrappy do and kaiser <laughs> are yeah. just brought on because because butch is scrappy do like Honestly, like fix Pete Dunn for so the bad love for of him. God. Or I don't know how. Free. I don't know how he doesn't like hate his job. He probably does, but you have to act right. like you like it. Oh my! I, for the love of God, bring back Pete Dunn. Holy, uh, which would be cool because he doesn't like Walter. Right. Um, back to Impact Rest Hold. Eddie Edwards is like the main event challenger right now for Alexander's belt, and also the leader of a group I couldn't care about in Honor No More. So he cut a promo and just and his get general by Heath. character. Yeah, so he came out after Alexander defeated Vincent and basically was trying to recruit Alexander into Honor No More kind of out of nowhere. It's like, which side are you going to choose? I hope you choose the right side. Like, he's never for a moment teased anything but being like a giant well, isn't it like baby face. Alexander has never had any attachment to Ring of Honor. Like, no. the thing that made sense with Edwards would be no. like he was a Ring of Honor guy. And also... Then is he saying he'd rather have Alexander team with him than try to win the world like, title? Like it's just a super generic promo that doesn't do anything for Alexander as champion, right? Like Eddie is a good hand, Eddie's whatever, but he's not a main eventer in Impact anymore, as far as I'm concerned. And Honor No More is just really boring, and Eddie as their leader, like that's meaningless to me. And yes, as you said, just to pile characters and stories I don't care about. Heath runs out because he's still doing. He's the um taking out 
members. He's yeah, doing he's like the Kazarian even, thing, right? He's not even taking them out. He just hits him with his finish and right. runs off. He runs in, wake up call to Eddie Edwards, and then leaves. And just basically oh. a zigzag for those who don't know. And I, it just sucks for Josh Alexander because I wanted him as the champion, the face of the company, but this isn't I, like I a quality when opponent. I remember kind of cool after the whole uh, baseball bat incident. Yeah. And he's like, just kind of lame. You know right what's now. weird? It's like because after the, he like got hit with the baseball, he kind of like that crazed hobo look. Yeah, he still has that look in not the gimmick. Yeah, just there's a bit of disconnect. For and me. I think he's like a super loyal guy to Impact, so they try and help him out every now and then. But I'm just over him being a main event. Does he still have the your favorite theme? Mm, yeah, I think so. Actually, does he? Or would he go with Honor No More? As I can't remember. I actually want to see Good Brothers live so that we can just soak in that music. Absolutely. I only have one rest hold left. What do you have? Another kind of high spot from SmackDown. I took most of my stuff from SmackDown because it looked more interesting than Raw. I'll say that. Yeah. I tried to get stuff from Raw, but... No worries. And FYI, it's the longer show, so technically it should have more stuff. I didn't watch any Raw this week. And it was in Toronto, so... The only high spot would be Gargano, but even then that's more newsworthy. Um, So Bloodline, like, beat the crap out of McIntyre. Well, you showed me a picture of his back. Yeah, like his back looked crazy. Um, and like, I don't think how high so like, they're just, they, and even the, even the spot I saw, like, the Usos are smacking the crap out of him with chairs. Like, yeah. it looks pretty funny. Uh, and like, Reigns, Guillotine, and Spear, whatever, like, they just beat the crap out of him, so that's kind of cool. Um, but also kind of lump in a rest hold with this. Yeah. Um, they, before this, to kind of facilitate the post-match thing, they did McIntyre's Zane again, which on paper is fine, but I, and I didn't see any of that, but just like I put as a wrestler, was like, like not too long ago, I don't know if you remember, they had like the TV feud where like they had like a few matches and Zane kept running away. So yes. they had a cage match. Like that wasn't, that's still pretty recent. How dare so. you remember things? <laughs> so like three matches, like I don't, I don't think they need to do that. Like, I don't know. You could just have McIntyre face someone cool and then, yep. And then, uh, have the bloodline attack him randomly. And then that's, that's, it, it accomplishes the same thing. Pretty much. Uh, my last one is a rest hold from Rampage, and it was the intergender match, as they're calling it, with Ruby Soho and Ortiz. You're saying intergender matches aren't good? Taking on Tay Mello. Ty Mello, sorry. I hate that name. It sounds so weird. And Sammy Guevara. I guess that's her real name. Uh, yeah, I think it was like something Ty Mello. So this match was Guevara. really underwhelming pretty much throughout. And then the added annoyance of women hitting moves to the men, like Ruby hit a poison Rana to Sammy at one point, but the men has to constantly like clumsily avoid hitting any offense on women. So then don't do this, right? And I hear rumors of like, is this a division and a way for Tony Khan to introduce more belts? No. If this is what you're going to do, that's the worst don't, way to don't introduce do it, a belt, right? Like you can have full on actual intergender stuff. Like I just watched Ali catch and Effie defend, like, wrestling as a tag team totally fine but again because i always talk about i want it to sort of feel believable right so when you yeah, have I, yeah women attacking the men in the match and the men never retaliating and looking kind of silly not retaliating yeah it's like if you're gonna like cause I, I, I guess they don't want to have like men like being like, but then, then like, just, you don't do yeah, your gender match exactly you just don't do it yeah because otherwise then it's like it's not really tag match. It's like simultaneous one-on-one matches that get breaks to like, I don't know. It's like, it's weird. So yeah, if your company decision is we're not going to have men um, acting violently towards women, fine. I don't really care, but then don't do this match because there's no way that this looks good. And on top of it, Ortiz without Santana, not very interesting, honestly. Aren't they and still? 
And the teaming with Ruby Soho still feels pretty random to me. I forgot about Ruby right? Soho. Um, the Finnish made Ortiz look stupid. He's supposed to be distracted because um, Anna Jay came out and ran Soho well, into Anna the Jay, steps. Well, Anna Jay, yes, okay. So Ortiz is watching this attack happen. So he's distracted by, or, um, by Soho getting attacked outside the ring. But then he's facing Sammy Guevara, who jumps towards him to hit the springboard cutter and ortiz has to act like he never saw the guy right in front of him get on the ropes and jump backwards towards Aren't him him and santana still having the fall in that so, so i thought he yes apparently that sucks um, I love him. it didn't help ortiz to not have santana so i like this match also considering it was an hour show with like four or five matches got a good chunk of time they did like four matches or something right? it just like, wasn't good two of I them heard... were squashes like hobbs squash some, squash uh, I heard they did back-to-back squashes. Yes, Wardlow and, and Hobbs. Hobbs won it with a spine buster, which I sounds saw. lame, but the spine buster looked like I he saw. killed the hey, poor hey. guy. I remember I did say I wanted that. I, I'd rather that yeah. than the clothesline. So. It looked nasty. No, I saw. It looked, it looked pretty good. So yeah, the intergender match was... I didn't think it was a good match, and I don't think the concept is good if you're only having the women attack the men. So yeah. anyways. Remember WWE did like, the whole tournament? Yes, it was awful. It's like Facebook or No, whatever. wasn't it? Oh, they did that one. But wasn't wasn't I complaining about Impact was doing it a lot at some point? And they were doing the same thing. Yes. I'm pretty positive. What was that? It was uh, week after week after week of like, was it, I want to say Chelsea Green was involved. Because I remember her hitting offense on men. I can't remember it? what. Um, and she got hit by offense, Rohit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Rohit <laughs> killed her with that one knee strike. Oh, Rohit. So good. Anyways, that's I don't have any more. Do you have uh, any more? Two more wrestled. So Deville and Natalia won the last chance four away. Obviously. So ba- they and they lost to Toxic Attraction. So basically, just negated that. Right. And then they lost to Raquel and Aaliyah because they did the same night. Ditch thing. this division. So now it's Raquel and Aaliyah versus Kai and Sky next week. Um, that's lame because we all know who wins. Kai and Sky. <laughs> I just realized. What does that sound like? Kai and Sky. Kai and Ty. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Remember Kai and Ty? They Apparently, Eo likes her new name. Like it's whatever. It's, it's, the, it's not as I don't. I, like I don't. You hate said it. it's not as offensive as the many. Sky of like she says it kind of like conveys something, I and then like, also like um she was saying the capital I and O could per, could be perceived as low yeah. back when it was just that. So I I, I understand. That's I like not, Kai that's and not, Sky. That's good stuff. You just I I said Kai and Sky. Kind of coined a new name. Kai and Sky. Kai and Sky. Yeah, I I think. Their control or whatever. Oh, yeah. I think that I heard that, too. Uh, you had one more, I think? Um, Xavier Woods returns back to him. Like, I think either, I saw a wheelchair, so they did something where he tossed uh, Kofi Kendo stick, and because so, Viking Rangers are facing him, so it's like, whoa. And then, like, uh, Xavier Woods standing up, and like, whoa. And then these get beat up by Kendo sticks, and, like, made Viking Rangers look like freaking idiots. They are, lately. It's too bad, because they're sweet. They're it's good not, stuff. not good. Vicious? Well, no. That's our sort of wander through the rest of wrestling this week and what we liked and didn't like and we only have one segment left and that is coming up and jack's going to update us on segment where everyone takes a pee break from the world of wrestling figures and that's called figuring it out with jack um so we have showdown two pack series 12 new renders there's supposed to be new stuff coming soon but like there hasn't been a lot yeah so I'm hoping this isn't it, because this is lame. It's like one series and then one AEW thing. Lame. Um, so it's Lashley and Big E. So the WWE title with Big E side plates. Um, nice. So Lashley's wearing red with the white outline on the logo. So I don't... It's nice. Like, I like these two packs of the belts, but they're basic, so... 
Right. Like, so you these like the were meth. always elite two. But like, if you had a consistent elite two pack series, I think that'd be really cool. Because I think when they do the occasional elite two pack, like they, I think the last one they did was maybe the Jeff Hardy Triple H one. Like when they occasionally do elite two packs, I think they're really cool. Yeah. Because it allows for like a little different, and maybe like you include more accessories. Like I think these are cool. It's just battle packs are so lame. Or it's like. I wish they, if they're going to do championship shows, I wish they would do elite two packs. And then also, if they're doing battle packs, I wish they weren't just these belt ones. I miss the old battle packs where it's like they would come with an accessory. Like, right. I Something. remember getting the Andrade and Zelina Vega one. It came with like his mask. You know, the one I constantly see in Toys, Toys, Toys that's been there forever is like the Kane John Cena with the with the palette. That's palette. so old, but like even something it's like always that. Always there. That's cool. Yeah. Like I like I wish they like these are at least they are back to belts. I do like that instead, like the weird stands, but I wish they were just limited to belts. I remember when we were new to figures and learning the difference between elites and basics and being like, oh, they are a lot better. I remember like um, just assuming they're all the same. And then I remember like, I think I was looking at the Wade Barrett yeah. that we have and like coming to basic. And then I was like, because I remember first we noticed Kane had double jointed knees. Yep. But then we just didn't like, and he just kicked out. But like, and it's like, because like the elites have more like, range of motion and like more in butt, several areas more butt or whatever like you know like kind of, they have kind of a butt mold so it's like yeah. they don't kick back the basics just like are like the they swing front yeah, back so you can just like send them back as far. no and knees then, no ankles. i noticed that and then i was just like well, they know they have knees but like they don't have ankles anymore but like even back then like because you know like the legs like they can just go back yeah. as far as you want like the elites kind of like the because like the the waist or whatever like the hip yeah. piece is separate right and so anyways like i just i remember noticing that but yeah so basics bad um, then you have RK Bro for one tag title. Nice. Like, I honestly, these should come with two tag titles. Because the old battle packs would have. So. Right. Just bring back the old battle packs. I don't know why they got rid of battle packs, because these are basically battle packs, but I like them less. Yeah, they are. And, like, the only time I got one of these uh, championship showdown two packs was because I wanted a Bobby Lashley. So I got the Bobby Lashley Booker T one. Right. Just to get for Robert. Easter, just to get Bobby Lashley. It was like an old Bobby Lashley. It was like 2006 Bobby Lashley. Sweet in like all plain black trunks and he's got like knee tape so it's okay it's uh marky bro so orton's got like the mustache stuff and like um or uh rail's got like the snake skin uh t- trunks which are actually kind of cool so it's kind of sad they wasted it on a basic <laughs> and then you got charlotte and like the half i think it's like that venom gear she had where it's like half yellow and then so like the black seeping over so it's kind of cool and then so the title has her side plates and it's got alexa bliss in the play pain which I don't remember when they faced off, but now that I'm looking at Alexa Bliss's attire, I think this is um, Extreme Rules last year uh, when uh, Charlotte annihilated the doll. Oh, yeah. And then Alexa Bliss had him break oh, the down. Doll. Get rid of the doll. That's what this was. The doll's back, I heard. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I I totally uh, forgot which what this is from until now. Whoops. Um, and then the last thing is like they showed uh, an, a new image for... Um, the uh sting ring yeah it's like it's a rampage ring so it's basically like it's weird they release a new ring for aw every time they want to put out a new ring skirt like the only thing different about this is the ring skirt so like they've you're just paying put out the original one yeah the double nothing one and the i guess it's nice if you don't like and i guess you to get the exclusive figures out i have the one with the kenny the first one right and then I have, I don't know if it says dynamite on it. it might just say EW. Like, I think I just have to play an EW ring, which to be honest would be probably my favorite because it's just, it's all purpose. It fits everything, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the second one was double thing with the referee, which I think that's actually really cool because that just makes sense. Yep. It, come, it came Get with Aubrey. Oh, nice. Yeah. And so this one comes with Sting, which has, it's just basically just a repaint of the old thing. So it's just like, 
it's in like one of the long sleeve shirt just with a different graphic and this one is a screaming face so at least it has a new head sculpt but nice yeah that's it sting yeah well we still somehow made it to two and a half hours of course we're when there's a will there's a way incapable of doing less than two hours yeah. although we did was it last week we came just under yeah, ah, it doesn't matter and anyway I, and then i was disappointed this is the end of episode 110 uh, I don't think there's anything special happening, so we're back to school, back to work, starting on Monday for me, Tuesday for you. So we'll be yeah, a little bit busier. We're going to work tomorrow. Gross. You do. But we still plan on coming down here every Saturday and recording our episodes. So thank you if you're a loyal listener. Welcome if you're a new listener. Would love to hear from any of you any feedback you have. Just say hi. What do you like? What do you not like? What are your thoughts on the state of wrestling right now? FNSWrestling at gmail.com will come to me fns underscore wrestling underscore podcast on instagram you can reach out to jack he's starting to get a little more active on our instagram account so you can check that out anyways we thank you for checking in and spending any time of your week listening to us talk about wrestling we will be back here next saturday for episode 111 and until then take care <laughs>